Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome back to it. Pack your patience. Monday morning here, the world-famous K-Rock. Finale show. Thanks for starting your week with us by choice or by accident, or if you're forced in the back of a ride chair, you will learn to love us or at least accept us in the next five minutes. Yeah, and I hope for your sake there's no traffic if you hate us. Yeah. No promises. We got a good show planned for you today because on Friday, just after we got the hell out of here, those tickets went on sale for the almost acoustic Christmas and they sold out pretty quickly. Said it was the fastest sellout or the most tickets sold in the history of the show or whatever it is. Regardless, how does that affect you? Well, if you were procrastinating like I was, and I was actually planning on buying some tickets, and then by the time I even got around to it, it was like I was... 4,000th in line, and then I couldn't get... Then there were tickets Wait, were gone. you were going to buy tickets on Ticketmaster? Right. You know you work here, right? Yeah, I know, but I... Were you going to pull, like, this alley move and uh, no. try to, like, you know, scalp them on the side and actually lose money? I that was, was not... The greatest. That was not the plan. <laughs> I, I don't even know if we talked about that on the air, but that is the greatest story okay. ever told. But, but Last year, <laughs> I got caught up in it because I was on a group chat with uh-huh. every all the K-Rock people and everyone was going, oh, they're selling so fast. They're selling so fast. We're about to sell out. We're about to sell out. And I was like, well, I have some friends that I want to go. And I, w- I got caught up in it. And I was like, all right, I should just buy some tickets. So then I ended up buying tickets for like $200 a piece. Uh-huh. And then I could and then I ended up getting tickets and not needing the tickets. So I tried to yeah. sell the tickets and I couldn't sell them. Yeah, so guys, I, you guys work here. You're on the morning show. Yeah. You guys will be good. No, here's the, request. Uh, uh, you, know, yeah. you might have to buy them, but you'll be good. Here's the thing, Omar. This this company, as you know, is so effing cheap that last year I did have more people that asked me for tickets. You know, my friends assume, oh, it's no problem. Oh, yeah, I can get tickets to that show. I know Klein. He does the morning show. And then I feel terrible when I say to them, guys, I don't really have that much pull. You would think I'd have more pull than I do. Yeah. So I always like to try to buy a few extras. Okay. That way people think I have pull around here, even okay, though I don't okay, have pull. Okay. And so I was going to try to buy uh, some. That was my plan. I was going to buy four tickets just to have them. Not great seats, but just get uh, you, get you in. You're asset of luck now. I couldn't, yeah. Yeah, couldn't get them. And I was like, yeah. I, I'm sitting in this line, and I realize now. Klein doesn't like in-person lines. Oh, my God. Uh, virtual queues virtual are my queues. least favorite line. If you go and refresh the page and it's like your 2,000th in line, Klein is out. I feel terrible yeah. for, and I, I guess this is what most people get to experience when they try to get tickets for things. And that's one of the nice perks around here. Every once in a while, we do get tickets. But going through that process is so going, aggravating. Yeah, because go- when I finally got up to the front of the line, I was all excited and I felt really proud about myself. And then 
I'd see like two seats together and I would click on them and then I would and be they like, would disappear. I would add to cart. I go, these seats don't exist. And I go, what are you talking about? I, I just, know. There were two dots a second ago. It's maddening. It's maddening. And then they go. Or you get all the way to the cart. That's what's really frustrating when you get all the way through to the final screen and then it says, actually, these tickets are not available anymore. Or there's like that little blue dot and you're like, all right, it's free. And then as soon as you hover over it, it just Gone. disappears. disappears. Uh, yeah. And, and it's or like, they was like, okay, you have one minute to enter all your credit card information. Oh. You do that in like 10 seconds. Seconds and then you click. Yeah, oops, sorry, it's Dude, gone. Yeah. You, you should have seen mm-hmm. me because I, Omar, at one point I was able to get one, just one solo mm-hmm. seat in the back and get it in my thing. And then it said, like you said, the clock started ticking and I realized yeah. it in my wallet. I'm like, oh, I no. Started, oh, no. I started tearing through my house. <laughs> I got to get my wallet. I got to get my wallet. I need a one rand, no sma- ticket. I smashed my nuts on the railing trying to get upstairs. And yeah, why fu- is that pressure? That, that clock is so oh, much pressure, God. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I, now I respect the professional athletes when they got to look at that shot clock <laughs> or pitch clock because yeah. the anxiety it's I the get. the exact same thing. That credit uh-huh. card clock. 10-minute clock. It's not a t- it wasn't 10 minutes, Omar or Jake. It was less than 10 yeah, minutes. Less. It was less, and I'm telling you right now, when you don't know where your wallet is, I ran out to my car, I got all the way back in there, I finally put in the information, and then it says, the seat you wanted is gone. But then it's like buying a car, like afterwards, once you get through, you're like, wait, what did I just do? Right, what, what, instant what, regret. How much did I, yeah, like, wait, where are my, where are my seats? How right. much did I pay? Wait, this is $150 in ticket fees? Uh, What's going on here? Well, anyway, if you got tickets, that'll be fun. We'll uh, get together. If you didn't get tickets, fear not. That's what I was trying to get at. We'll get you in today. None of that, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You win them from us or win them on the station today. No ticket fees. No ticket fees, no uh, countdown clocks, nothing. You don't need to find your wallet because you won't need it at all. We will yeah, uh, give just you... Just regret we'll, because you just have to listen to us. Yeah. Regret. That is the one thing that will... Uh, that's the one thing that keeps the process exactly the same. No returns. Mm-hmm. So we will get you uh, those tickets at some point this morning. I'll tell you exactly what song you'll be listening for. I'll tell you which band. It's going to be from the Chili Peppers. And, of course, we will tell you what song you'll be listening for after this. Plus, what we have in store for you today. It's going to be a good week. Uh, let me rephrase that. It's going to be a week. It's going to be a great week. It's going to be a great Come week. On. I'm still reco- we don't know otherwise yet. I'm still recovering from some of what happened on Friday's show as I was listening back to it. Because we didn't really have a lot of time to get into it with the lie detector and the results of it. Because, you know, it was like Butch Vig's on the phone, Noodles from the Offspring's on the phone, tickets are going on sale. We didn't even have time to listen back. And there was some stuff that I think we all missed as it was happening during the lie detector. So we'll get to that at some point today as well. Kick things off now on K-Rock. K-Rock. Fine Alley Show. Good morning, Monday. Nothing we can do about that. Uh, although I think this is the considered the good uh, time change, right? I kept trying to figure out, is this the good one or the bad this one? This is the good one, yeah. This is the good one. But I don't know why it was so confusing for my wife. She asked me about a thousand times yesterday. It's always so it's confusing. really supposed to, it's really five? So it's really oh six now? So yeah. it's really, I'm like, Katie, it's four. <laughs> All right, let's just move on. It's over. Uh, yeah. It already happened. Yeah, those people that just won't let it go and just keep yeah. going. So what is it right now, really? I know. You're like, I'm like, it, just look forget at your phone. It. That's what it is really right now. And she's what like, I mean? did the time change happen already? I'm like, yes, this happens every year. Why is this yeah. confusing? But the, it's weird that some people consider this one the good one. Like yeah, because you our, gain an hour. For our schedule, this feels like the good one. But others would argue that the other one's the good one because they say you get you get later, uh, you get more afternoon, you get more evening, like you get more sunlight. Like now, yeah, I don't really people, care about like lightness and dark. But it is interesting that for some people this is the good one, and other people think this was the bad. I've heard both people go, which one is it, the good or the bad one? And Anytime I'm like, you're getting an extra hour of your life, it should be a good one, unless your life sucks. No, no, because some people say you don't because they're saying that the reality is it gets. Uh, darker. I appreciate the fact that you get the extra hour, but I hate the fact that it's dark like at 4 p.m. now. See, it I sucks. don't care when it's dark. 
Well, I'm, so I'm a person that likes to get done things outside. You know what I mean? Like a gardening. And I feel no. like, you know, I could take out my kids to the park in the, you know, in the time. And Save your gardening park. talk it's for ex- Ali's Gayest uh, Highlights of the Week. <laughs> okay. okay? Save and that. I want right. to hear about it. What's your plan? <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later uh, this morning. We also have... Uh, Jake had his big comedy show over the weekend. First time back on stage in over. Uh, you said big comedy show. He had a comedy. He had show. a comedy show. Big and we, for me. Thank you. We asked Excuse him. Me, there were people there. We asked him how it went, and he said his response to Ali and I before the show today was, "I have nothing that I can remember to be ashamed of." Which I was know. A he was like, "It went well. Reality. I have nothing to be ashamed of." So we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. We'll get into a, get into a round of "Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt" later as well. Got lots for you. The return of Netflix or Netflix tickets for you to see Anthony Jeselnik, a funny, funny man. You will get you those t- seeds. So that's happening at the Will Turner on April 5th. Uh, and of course, you will be listening for Danny California from the Red Hot Chili Peppers for a chance to win sold-out tickets to the 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Uh, we'll get you into that show. When that song plays this morning, it will be happening at some point, and we'll give you those details and more after this quick break. If you'd like to battle Allie for 100 bucks of her money on a Monday morning, call us now, 800-520-1067. Allie Knows the News next. All right, let's turn this Monday into a payday for somebody right now on K-Rock. Little Allie Knows the News action. Five questions every morning around this time. Chance for you to take 100 bucks of Allie's money the easy way. And uh, here we go. She's trying to save her marriage by having baby number two. <laughs> let's find out if Allie Knows the News. She has a wonky cervix. There's, I do. There's a lot of calls, a lot of songs, actually, just about your cervix. <laughs> Listen to this, Allie. Oh, she has a wonky cervix that two women had to look through. Let's find <laughs> out if Cuckold's knows the news. It's unbelievable. We'll that save the two rest. two women had to look through. People are great at coming up with rhyming words. It and is you true. Always leave your own DIY theme songs. Rally knows the news on the GOAT line. That number is 844-956-GOAT. My All right. cervix is a medical anomaly. Let's say hi to uh, Michael in Covina. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, guys. You feeling smart? Yeah. All right. We've got five questions. You sound it. Like wow. that confidence. Don't uh, judge. All right. I'm going to strut on out of here. One Have of the fun. Smart, silent type. Sally's going to leave the studio right now, sequester herself as she ironically goes back into the closet. I've got five questions here, all about stuff going on in the world. Let's see how you do if you score better than Allie. Just like that, you got 100 bucks, and your round of Allie Knows the News starts now. Allie Knows the News. All right. A stretch of Huntington Beach was closed. For what reason? Oh, no. Not even a guess. No. All right, we got a question number two. An animal worth $7,500 was stolen from a SoCal pet store. What animal or what kind of animal was it that was stolen? Lizard. Lizard. Go to question number three. The USC Trojans allowed 52 points in a loss to Washington this weekend and immediately followed... Uh, excuse me, immediately fired who from their team? Who got fired after they let up 52 points? Offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator. I'll write that down. We go to question number four. Over 30,000 pounds of chicken nuggets shaped like what have been recalled because they may contain pieces of metal? (laughs) Nuggets. Nuggets shaped like nuggets. (laughs) Writing it down. And finally... A member of this K-Rock band had his baby boy this weekend with some reality star show. Some reality show star. What? Was it Nuggets? It's <laughs> a good guess. Um, man, um... Someone from a K-Rock band had a baby this weekend. Name the band. 
Um, a car. All right. Let's bring Ali back in. We'll score together. Biggest K-Rock band, huh? The, big, the biggest. Fair. The biggest. <laughs> Let's uh, go ahead and see if Ali loses. And if she does, I will quadruple it. I'm just saying, after the fact. Mm-hmm. Allie, don't throw this one now that I said that. Here we go. What? Nothing. Allie knows the news. Question number one. A stretch of Huntington Beach was closed for what reason? Oh, sharks. Crazy story. Aggressive shark behavior shut down a whole stretch of the beach. That is a true story. We go to question number two. Allie's up one nothing. His response was, I don't know. Question two. An animal worth $7,500 was stolen from a SoCal pet store. What type of animal was it? Whoa. Uh, was it some kind of a rare lizard? He also said lizard. Really? Correct answer. An African gray parrot. I would have accepted some kind of bird. bird. Birds are always the pricey ones, yeah. right? Totally. Yeah, I feel like yep. the birds are where you can they have really the crap spend some money. Everywhere, and they're really annoying to yeah, take but, care of. But those aren't are they? the yeah, but those are the rare ones. And you got to catch them, get them in a cage, and uh, anyway, that was stolen over the weekend. We got a question number three. Ali's up by one. USC Trojans allowed fifty-two points in a loss to Washington this weekend, and immediately fired who from their team? Uh, their coach. You gonna say head coach? Yeah. Okay, that is wrong. He said offensive coordinator. Also wrong. They fired their defensive coordinator, Alex Grinch, because that team has been letting up a lot of points. Oh, but no isn't one... he a coach? Yeah, he's a coach, but he's not the coach. That's why I clarified with you and said head coach, and you said yes. Oh, I forgot about that. Question number four. <laughs> Over 30,000 pounds of nuggets shaped like what were recalled oh. because they may have pieces of metal in them? Dinosaurs. Dinosaur nuggets. Nuggets. Love, my nuggets. kid loves them. Everyone. Take a regular love. nugget, get it out of here. Shape Those it like a dinosaur. Great. Dinosaur nuggets it. are the best. They and, are. And the fact that McDonald's has not yet gone to full-on dinosaur-shaped nuggets is shocking to and me. And also, Seriously. I don't really care that there's metal in them. Yeah. I'll if, eat them. Yeah, don't we all need a little bit more iron? If, yeah. If they were to say to me, you can have a round nugget with no metal or a dinosaur <laughs> nugget with metal, I'm taking the metal dinosaur. Same. No yes. question. Ali gets the point. She goes up by two. Not looking good for you, Michael. His guess, by the way, was nuggets shaped like nuggets. <laughs> and we go to the final question. Member of this K-Rock band had a baby boy this weekend with oh. some reality show star. Uh, Blink-182. That is correct. Travis Barker had his baby boy, Barker, this weekend. Congratulations. And Well, Michael, it didn't go according to plan for you, but what must you shamefully admit over the airwaves of K-Rock right now? My name is Mike, and Ellie knows the news. Yeah, you don't feel good about that, and I don't blame you. But uh, you learned something, and this is now technically an educational show, which I think I'm means... I'm sure he didn't learn anything. Let's see. Hey, Michael, did you learn anything from this, sir? Uh, yeah, that, uh, that I don't know the news. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I think we knew that already. <laughs> All right, see, once well, you got to go back to my original statement. It's an educational show. It is. And now that officially We know something we didn't know five minutes ago. Uh, there's a couple side hustles out there if you want to make some additional money before the holidays. This is a pretty sweet one, Allie. Pay $1,000 a week to do something you're probably doing anyway. We'll talk about it next. Side hustle time. Got to have at least five jobs these days. Feels like everyone needs multiple jobs. Whenever you ask someone what they do, it used to be one answer. I'm a teacher. I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. Whatever. Not with my friends. It was always like I work at a pawn shop or I'm a seasonal employee at spirit stores. Mm -hmm. But the reality is nowadays, you ask them what they do and they give you... They're like nine to five job. They give you their weekend side hustle. They give you their after hours side hustle. Then they give you the few things they're working on. And they're like, do you want to buy some of the stuff I have at home? Because I'm going <laughs> to sell it on Etsy in a second. Right. It's wild now. And here's another one for you to add. This one's great because there's a good chance you're potentially doing it anyway. I don't do it. I know a lot of people swear by it. Some people say they cannot even start their day without doing it. 
But apparently, a company wants you to make your bed every day. And if you agree to do it for 30 days, they will pay you $1,000. Dude, easy. I don't do it, but Katie does it every morning. I don't understand. The whole making of the bed thing, which I know some people swear by, there's whole books about it where they're like, make your bed, and then the next thing you know, you'll be a success. Yeah, there was some new study where they were like, you're 200% more likely to be a millionaire if you make your bed every morning. Right. Or I guess if you pay someone else to make your bed every morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> In case you're probably already a millionaire. Yeah. But it says that uh, if you agree to do it, if you can commit to doing it for 30 days... Uh, to qualify, you must be able to make your bed every day for a full month. You must also have the ability to provide insightful thoughts on how the daily exercise impacts your overall feelings. The daily exercise? Of making the bed. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, for most people, and I get it, if you're in a relationship, every year you're married, you probably add another throw pillow to the collection. But for the most part, it's one giant comforter that just goes over whatever the pile of blankets underneath it is. That's No, the because bed. then it's all lumpy. Doesn't, who cares? What's the no, point? You smooth everything. If you you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Yeah, you got to make sure you do the top sheet. You got to stretch it. You got to do that pull-up thing where you pull it up as high as it's going to yeah, go until you, you kind of hurt yourself. Right under the pillows, you know, to get that nice kind of like crease under the pillows so it looks nice. Yep, and you got to make sure you look at both sides to make sure that one side isn't, you know, yep fallen over more than the other one because mm -hmm. that's just a mess. We used to do a thing in my house. We don't do it anymore. I would make my side and she would make her side. It was very clear what side was mine. Because <laughs> it was lumpy as it was, it was real lumpy. The <laughs> pillow was half on, half off. So, you know, things were not folded properly and her side was like, you know, it looked like hotel yeah. quality. Ours is like military level. The company tight. said that the uh, winner has to do the following thing. So, of course, it's never as good as it sounds at first. You have to keep a simple journal where you jot down some notes, even on your phone. What notes are there? to take about this about well about how it has impacted your day and they're trying to look into this whole concept of if you commit to doing something the theory behind the making the bed in the morning and being successful in life is if you can start your day with a win even a simple win like making the bed something any idiot could do except for me then technically you go into your day going i already have a win the rest of the day is going to be easy well, I think it's just a mental thing where you feel like your your day has like the like you've somehow reset yourself like when you go back to the room at the end of the day and you open the sheets oh, I and love you get an unmade bed. Yeah, no, an unmade I feel like bed it just looks, looks sloppy. Like oh. oh, I'm getting into just something that I slept in the night before and it's, it's got all my stank on it from the last night. Making the bed Cover doesn't up change the that. Stank. I know it doesn't, but it's a visual thing. I've reset the clock in the bedroom. If I, if the covers are over and they, it's everything's been reset. It's like somehow the stank has gone away. You make your bed on the weekend. You you make the bed or no? You I never made, do. No, I, I I will sometimes, but I, I I made it yesterday. And it's not as good, like not up to par. Like she gets mad when you make it. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't make it as good as she does. But she you actually think, pulls uh, she makes all. The bed? Because she just wants to cover the fact that she has other people in the bed. No, and, you know, if she keeps good it point. A certain way. That's not it. true. She doesn't call uh -huh. it making the bed. She calls it covering the evidence. She yeah. does. So <laughs> time she, to cover the she, evidence. What she does differently is that she'll take off the comforter completely. She'll take everything off and oh like completely God. reset yeah, the whole that, thing. That, my, and I just pull everything up. That's the thing. The people that are the quote bed makers that take that s really seriously. They have a whole way of doing it that's like what you're saying. Every sheet comes off. They lay them down one by one. Right. Now, my wife, I'm not making this up. I'm not trying to be sensationalistic for the radio. She currently has seven blankets <laughs> on her side, and one of them is a weighted blanket. This is all a barrier she's building, oh so I cannot God. get sex. It's probably she, getting her cardio in, just making the bed. She, it, do you remember the time we couldn't find my dog, and it was made into the bed, and the poor dog couldn't move? I, I thought that was going to be the first time <laughs> Chloe died, I, because she made the bed. The dog was under seven blankets, plus a weighted one, plus a comforter. Uh, Wait. 
Th- that's her side. Bleed over into your area? No, because I, I don't want all that on my it? side. How do you keep it from it? It, it hangs off on her side, and then she uses oh the God. comforter to kind of shield the ugliness of the okay. uh, nineteen. So is one blankets. side just way higher than yes. the other? <laughs> yeah, it looks like I'm sleeping on a half pipe or something. It's like <laughs> it, it, I'm telling you, Allie. That, but these are the people. Look, you know you. Hey, Tania on K Rock. Good morning. Yeah, hi, Klein, Tania. It's Tanya, but it's Tania for you. So one time I saw this uh, high-ranking military official speak at some graduation for some military. He said, if one thing you do is to make your bed every single day, you will be successful. No, okay. Well, that's why we're sitting here doing the morning show at K-Rock, I guess. Details for the job we just discussed to get paid to make your bed are going up on our socials at Klein Alley Show, if you're not already following. Remember, this morning you'll be listening for Danny California from the Chili Peppers. And when you hear that, we'll get you into the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. So you can see the Chili Peppers probably perform that song live and in person at the Forum on December 9th. We will get you in. Listen for that song. More songs throughout the entire day. Once you hear that one, we'll tell you what song you're listening for next. It's one. It's part of our brilliant plan to keep you listening longer. Um, you know, Klein, whenever a player takes it up the middle, I am there to watch. And I watched all of the football highlights yesterday and even into this morning and I think uh, especially with that game in Germany it's gotten gayer than ever before yeah without any further ado as we bring you every Monday on the show it's Ali's gayest sports highlights of the week here are the gayest sports highlights from the week they squeeze the outside of the pocket and they get him up the middle brotherly shove time and shoves him in by two yards guys gravitate towards him for a reason and he swallowed up whole strong was there and so was parsons is always in the middle of it the wave has broken out here in frankfurt he goes deep near midfield and he goes crashing into game mafe was there to strip it you called it and you were dead right he is long at the houston center for contemporary craft that was well crafted well there's a huddle of zebras inside the five what are they discussing and slides in the tunnel to finish and then there's a snowflake without snow this young man is special these have been (laughs) the gayest sports highlights from this week that's not snow that's rather gay. Thank and you for that. And snowflakes without quick, snow. Uh, quick break. Back in a moment. More show next. And those tickets to the sold-out show. I Ben Garbage right there. I'm pretty excited to check out December 9th at the 32nd Annual. Totally sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. We will get you some tickets at some point this morning when you hear us play. Danny California from the Chili Peppers. And then after we play that song, give away some tickets. We'll tell you what song you'll be listening for next. It'll happen throughout the day, all day, all week on K-Rock. And now it is officially your only way to win them tickets in because they are sold out. That is coming up later this morning. Butch Vig of Garbage and many other projects joined us on Friday to say that the Acoustic Christmas show just seems to hit differently. And, uh, you know, as Ali pointed out and as everyone knows, that guy's been so involved in so many of the bands and artists you hear on K-Rock. He, uh, we asked him if um, he's sick and tired of getting just hit up for free advice constantly. And he says he is kind of like that way. Everyone who's working on anything just comes up to him and goes, Hey, uh, Butch, uh, what do you think about this? And he's constantly playing audio for him. But the guy's got like the magic, he's got like the Midas touch when it comes to music. Well, he, knows he how also to do just it. seems like a nice guy who's like, sure. So anyway, he'll be there and he'll answer all of your questions. If you're thinking of starting a band, come out to the show and approach. <laughs> First time you've ever made anything, yeah. he will listen to it. He him. will listen to everything. We're going to set up a whole little booth for him in the parking lot. We have to everyone. play some of our songs for him. I don't think we should do that. He'll I think cancel. we should. I think he would love the weekend song. Let's, uh, I don't know if you would. 
I'm I was going to play it for him on and Friday. It's also pro- you know produced by the Crystal Meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little different than the other songs. You wouldn't we like have to the play original. the original raw one <laughs> where there's no, no yeah, yeah, music under it. Nope, 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 nope. Sure. That one is. Yeah, I've yeah. deleted as many copies of that. Nope. God damn it, Omar. <laughs> That's so good. Fine. Yeah. Butch that poor it. microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that microphone has ended it, just so you know. All right, let's get to your news right now, and then we'll get you into uh, Sold Out Show. Got some Anthony Jeselnik tickets for you, and the be- we got audio of Jake's big return to the stage for comedy this weekend. You no, have I got- can't wait. You got to hear it to believe it, guys. It's real deal. We're going to get to that at the start of the next hour, but first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Se habla español. Hola. Oh, wait, we don't. All right, you may have heard by now that Travis Barker is a dad once again. This is baby number four for both of them. And he is 47, by the way. But when you're rich enough to hire a team of nannies, I guess that doesn't really matter. It's a baby boy, and they haven't officially said the name, but recently Travis Barker had been talking about a name that they like or that he likes. And he wow, said, that's so cool. What a name. Imagine kind of sounds like he's drumming. Embroider that on a blanket. <laughs> now he said he loves the name Rocky 13. And then his one of his daughters was like, even he knows that that's bad. Like, and I feel like when you're a celebrity, there's no one around you to tell you no, except your kids. They're the only ones that are going to be really honest with you. But even if you come out with some crazy, stupid name for your kid, the people around you are going to be like, oh my God, I love it. Oh, it's so unique. No one else has that name. I know two and people. And that's what, what's, so you're going down a, a dangerous slope. In my personal life, two people that decided, let's get real weird and do one of those names that doesn't exist and no one else on the planet has it. And they had, everyone has the same thought. We're making a one-of-a-kind baby. Everyone thinks this, right? We're making a one-of-a-kind baby. Let's give it a one-of-a-kind name. Both of those people, within one year, change the name to something normal really? because they, they because it was exhausting them trying to explain to people all right well that's actually not a backwards three that's an e and um you're supposed to say the pronunciation from portugal which is different than the one here and they just eventually they go you know what forget it yeah. we're changing or it. the kid this will is change John it now. because i have a friend who the kid has had a has a unique first name but yeah. the middle name is just like paul they go with that and the kid Goes. wants to go by paul yeah because he's like i don't want to here's the news flash none of us want to be different yeah we, we all, all just, just want to be like everyone else we're just craving acceptance here. Okay, that's just, all we want let's go back to john for boys carla for girls and uh we'll come up with a universally acceptable name for the gender nooch yeah whatever something it is. something in the middle lamp <laughs> where i'm leaning right now but who knows all right it's chicken, a work in progress yeah chicken nuggets are a beautiful thing and who knows how much of it is actual chicken and frankly none of us really care but a chicken nugget recall is upon us. Nearly 30,000 pounds of chicken have been, uh, chicken nuggets have been recalled. And particularly, these are the Tyson fully cooked fun nuggets that happen to be shaped like dinosaurs. But are those the same dinosaur nuggets that everyone buys at, like, Costco? No, those are different. Uh, it's a different brand. Those aren't, yeah, those aren't Tyson. Good. That's the ones I, that I have are the Costco ones. Yeah, yeah those are what everyone's got, though. No, those yeah. are great, though. The They're big, great. The big box. Yeah. Yeah, they're huge. I, every time it's a chicken nugget night, I always like you know uh, make extra on accident, and then they're all for me. Oh, oh I like you have chicken nugget night. Yeah, what night is that, Omar? 
Ah, uh, whenever I don't have time to cook. Whenever yeah. I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever I'm really, really high. Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, yeah. uh, chicken nugget nights coming along. It's like one of the few things that my kid will eat, and I'll put them in front of him, and I'm like, don't want him? All right. Yeah, yeah, totally. That, I do the exact same I thing. I give him like 30 seconds, and I'm like, he doesn't want him. Oh, yeah, him. he's not hungry. I ate, the, I ate the head off of three of them, thinking my kids wouldn't notice, and boy, they were not happy. And I was like, I don't know, there must be an issue with the plan. Yeah, they're being recalled because... There were some complaints that some people found small metal pieces in the nuggets. And I was like, well, first of all, who even notices like what's yeah, inside those? Notice. And also, since when are we complaining about what's inside of a nugget anyway? It's also interesting that they say 30,000 pounds were recalled. But if those were mostly metal, that's only like 11 nuggets. That's you true. Know, metal weighs way more and than chicken. And if my kid eats metal, maybe he'll be like Wolverine. Oh, it's so cool. All right. Tis the season for aggressive shark activity. That's what they say. A stretch of Huntington Beach has been closed down temporarily because of sharks. And here's how it started. Around 3.45 p.m., lifeguards found a beached juvenile whale. And the whale, which was still alive, had bite marks all over it. And oh then God. they found a bunch of, like, beachgoers were saying that they, they saw a bunch of, like, aggressive shark activity in the waters, like, right before the whale washed ashore. So they were, like, attacking the crap out of this little whale. So because of that, they decided it's better to close it down for a little while because these sharks are, like attacking everything but i feel like a juvenile whale's like that's like a chicken nugget for a shark easy. it's an easy one right there oh it's juvenile uh, whale night <laughs> oh great Mommy must be i don't want to think too much <laughs> call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, welcome to the uh, brand new week that is here. Hopefully you feel better rested if you're trying to figure out why that is. Clock's got all shifted around this weekend. It's like we time-traveled, and now here we are together again. Good news for you if you were not able to score yourself some of the 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas tickets, chili peppers, garbage, offspring, cannons, Picard, etc., etc., we will get you into that show. We'll do it throughout the entire day here at K-Rock and all week long. Uh, this morning, you'll be listening for Danny California from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. When you hear that song, call us up, 800-520-1067, and we will get you in. That song will definitely hit the radio before we get the hell out of here this morning. Also, we got so much going on. The uh, text line, very active as people are waking up, 800-520-1067. Well, there were a lot of comments um, from earlier earlier conversation about making the bed. Um, 714 said, I make the bed every single morning, no top sheet, no extra pillow. I just spread my comfortable uh, comforter, pull it so it's not wrinkled, straighten my pillows, and it takes less than a minute, and I feel better afterwards. Meanwhile, 213 said, you got to add lavender spray after you make the bed so that when you get into it, it smells all nice and delicious. But we also have an anti-bed maker on the text line. Here we go. 323 said, you know what bed bugs don't like? Unmade beds. Yeah, that's the facts right there. And Is think it about the it. Fact? And also, you know, for people... <laughs> three, that, two, three, said it, Jake. It's that, true. Jake, for everyone that tries to make you feel bad or shame because you don't make the bed every day, there's always somebody that comes across with some crazy stat that goes, over the course of your lifetime, you've wasted 90 days making your bed or something like that. And think about if you had put that time into something else, you probably could have cured cancer. Yeah, so, but what else are we going to do? Well... 
Right. That's the that's the thing. It's an easy task. Anyone can yeah, do it. So that's why it. they say it. Um, Jake had his return to the stage. We're going to get to this audio in a moment. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know if you know this, Jake, but you had quite a few listeners of the show that went to see you. We got some reporting from the scene on the phone. Listen to this. Yo, what's going on, you guys? Just checking in. Reporting from the nightcap here. Uh, Jake Dill Comedy Show. Um, surprisingly, he wasn't terrible. That's the that's first. That's exactly what I said. That's the first reaction was surprisingly he was not terrible. I don't know if that's necessarily saying he was good. He's just saying you were not terrible. He goes on. He was just uh, kind of horrible to okay. <laughs> You're in the category of kind of horrible to okay. I don't think that guy was really there. I think he sounds like he was there. Uh, listen. And uh, it was a, it was all right, you know. It was just it was. And. Uh, you know, compared to the other com comedians or people that were up there, uh, there was only one guy that was really, really hilarious, and uh, everyone else was just kind of the same. So Jake, you know, uh, came in like a pool of second placers. It was it was all right. It was man, like he. You were in a pool <laughs> of second placers. You were in a pool of second placers. I'll take it. And he says one person was really funny, not you, but you were. Like on par with the others that he says may have been comedians or may have been people. Yes, I'll take it. Did it. It was cool. He did it. That's what he's saying. He actually did it. And, and there was, it was a cool. dog who was strapped on him, and, uh, and it all all worked out, man. It was cool, right? Right. There's some. Right. There's I think your... he's, the review got worse and worse as yeah. it went on. As he was calling to say Jake didn't do a terrible job, I think he convinced himself Jake did a terrible. Well, we have the audio. Listen. And there were maybe, a lot of other big comedy performances oh, over the weekend. Maybe you were at Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan at the Forum. No one so said, yeah. Ooh, yeah, I don't, right. I don't think we got that review for that show. <laughs> uh, we'll let you hear what okay. happened. Live comedy on your radio next. It's K-Rock. All right, K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Once again, the song you're listening for, Danny California, Chili Peppers, gets you some tickets to the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock, almost acoustic Christmas. If you're not out this weekend, perhaps you were not at one of the many comedy shows taking place all over town. It's always good stuff happening, be it on the Sunset Strip, at the store, the Laugh Factory, whatever. There was the, uh, the big comedy show with Seinfeld Gaffigan. I know we sent some people to that show as well. And then you had uh, Jake the Nerd returning to the stage for the first time in, uh, he said, two years. He Over tried two years, yeah. He tried to return uh, a few weeks ago, and they pretended that a pipe burst, and they canceled his show. Oh, that's right. Now, it really burst. I also think people would be shocked to know that Jake the Nerd, fact checker on the show, guy that walks around with a dog strapped to his chest all the time, is a comic. I didn't know that. And he claims that's why he moved to L.A. to follow his comedy dreams. And now he sits in the back and puts together the podcast for this show. So clearly dreams are working out. Yeah, well, I believe it. Mo most of us on this show are a collection of failed dreams. That's what this show is. We all had dreams. We all had <laughs> dreams to do something bigger and something else. And then we did yep. this. And here we are together. Mm -hmm. The sad part about what you just said, Allie, is this was actually my dream. Oh, no. This was the dream. <laughs> oh, no. I, I would love to play the game with you and go, yeah, you're right. I, this was what I had. I just thought it was going to be much bigger and grander once I got here. That's yeah. <laughs> so you're just disappointed in your dream. <laughs> yeah, I just dream, didn't dream big yeah, enough. None of us oh, knew wow. what the disappointment was like because we never got there, but yeah, you did. This was the dream for me. So you're living the dream. I'm living my dream. And it's yeah, not good. It's radio. more like living a nightmare. I know. Yeah. You look terrible. Thank you, guys. Thanks. <laughs> so anyway, let's focus on Jake now because he recorded some audio. We got a first review from his set was he was somewhere in the category of horrible to okay, but not the worst comic up there. And Jake does claim that he was the first guy to go up, even before the host started the show. No, I was just the first. The host was, like, technically first, but then I was the first comic. So you were not the warm-up guy. <laughs> I was not the warm-up, no. But you were not the headliner. 
No, there was not really no headline. Everybody like, did the same amount of time. All right. Here is uh, some of Jake's material. Uh, I don't know if these have any... I don't know if they need to go in order, but let's take a listen uh, to uh, Jake talking about his battle with an uh, depression. I got a prescription for antidepressants, and I went to go pick up the prescription, and it was $80. Hey, Jake, are there crickets actually in the background? <laughs> of your That's so funny you say that, because it's, it's, out, it's an outdoor show, so yes, there are actual crickets. Dude! Dude. You did an outdoor comedy show around crickets? The you're pipe still burst. You're still trying to work crazy. out the menu. Oh, my God, you're setting yourself up for failure. Is it, is Any it, moment of silence is awkward because there are literal yeah. crickets. That's why you gotta keep talking. Isn't, oh cri isn't cricket the international sign for the joke was a terrible bomb? You better believe it, so that was really hard. Hold crickets on. know it, too. Too. They'll get louder. Listen to this. You hear it. I got a prescription for antidepressants, and I went to go pick They're up the loud. prescription, and it was $80. They're like, quick, if we all work together, we can drown them out. <laughs> Hold on. We have someone that was on at your show on the phone. Go ahead. You're on K-Rock. Hello? Hello? K-Rock, hello? <laughs> oh, here they are. That's why. Oh, uh, a big fan. I took uh, photos with them afterwards. <laughs> yeah? Oh, they said you were uh, better than mediocre. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, I mean, I can't believe... We didn't add these sound effects. That one we did. But th these are real crickets at Jake's show. All right, so he's doing his bit about uh, being depressed. Here we go. And it made me feel a lot better when I didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got $80 now. I can spin on some rad crystal that I'm sure will solve all my problems. Yeah. I want to thank you for stopping the bit right in the middle right before the punchline. That was great. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was the punchline? Because it shows the joke's longer here. Hold on. I don't think we listened to it in its entirety. That didn't get the reaction. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll solve all my problems. <laughs> More like first appearance of my boner. Yeah! <laughs> yeah nice. You crushed it. Oh, you went with funny. the time. Did you make all of his jokes better with the boner joke? Oh, I did, Allie. You listen, did? Listen to this. Here's a bit he's doing about pizza. I just felt dumb. In the weirdest way possible, all I was trying to do was order a pizza. And I ordered it. At the end, the guy was like, uh, you want cheesy bread with that? And I said, sure. And then I hung up. I was like, wait a second. That's what pizza is. <laughs> <laughs> I just got tricked into ordering a worse pizza. <laughs> More like first appearance of my boner. Oh, oh, love you, it. You, you crushed it. Even the crickets love that. The crickets even shut up for that one. <laughs> Crickets are big fans. Uh, of here's stories. this is Jake's big closer, I believe. Hold on one second. This is when the crowd went nuts. This is Jake from his comedy show over the weekend in Burbank, and then he got approached by a fan after the show. We'll play you some of that audio. Here is his. Uh, is your esposas joke your big closure? Closer? No, that was actually right in the middle. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's Jake's middle joke. I've been living in Los Angeles for almost twenty years now, and I have picked up some Spanish. I know there's a big difference. Between sopes and sopas, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Also, do you know this? <laughs> Crowd, wow, cricket it's a real Spanish joke. <laughs> <laughs> They're booing him in Spanish. Yeah, cricket real, Spanish. Uh, yeah. Muy malo, muy malo. <laughs> the esposas means both wives and handcuffs. Yeah. 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 That's pretty ballsy, right? You know yeah. the audience is on your side when they're you going, they yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. is correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's how you can tell you got him in the palm of your hand. Right. That is a fact. <laughs> You're stating facts. Yeah. Hold on, let's hear this. I don't want to interrupt the joke. I think this is going well. Yes, you do. <laughs> you want to interrupt the joke. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty ballsy, right? Because yeah. <laughs> you know they had the word for rise first. <laughs> and then handcuffs came out, and some dude was like, yo. 
know what it reminds me of? <laughs> we can't go out and do shit. I got a word for that. I'm like first appearance of my boner. Jake, you killed it. Jake, oh, good. Very much. Good thing you had that tagline there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, crickets are my biggest fans now. Yeah. This guy approached Jake immediately following the show. He's a huge fan <laughs> of Jake's comedy. Just give you a sense of Jake's fan base. Oh, sweetheart. Give me a kiss. Let me see your dog. Oh, my God. What's her his name? Her name is Kim. I'm so drunk. Wait, his is this heart? one of the people in the audience? This was someone that approached Jake right after the show. They came up and said he did a great job. And listen to this. I mean, listen, this is a 20-second exchange. Her name is Kibby. Whose? Her name. Her name? Is Kibby. Is it her? Yes. His name is Kibby. <laughs> Is this someone hey, at the show or are they just We're sleeping back. outside? This was someone who was claimed was at the show and he was Jake's biggest fan. And that's a wrap. Um, he, and that's a wrap. He, he, he just walked you off stage. Yeah, he wrapped you up in the conversation <laughs> after it. Jake explains to this drunk fan that his dog's name's Kibby for five, for like literally, listen. His name is Kibby. <laughs> Hey, Kid Rock, we're back. Kid Rock. Kid <laughs> Rock. <laughs> That's Jake's fan base right there. We right, should give uh, that guy some mic time. Hey, Jake. Oh, that guy sounds funny. Yeah. yeah. That guy should go. The crickets weren't talking for that guy. No. That guy, great. <laughs> that, guy, that guy would slay. Jake, congratulations. In all seriousness, you went back on stage, a very ballsy thing to do, stand up, and you did You did at least, how many minutes you do? I did 10, like on the dot. Wow. 10 minutes. Well, congratulations. It's not easy. Nope. Good job, buddy. It's easy to do okay. That's what I'm talking about. Do the boner joke. Listen for the Chili Peppers. Danny California calls up. Get some tickets to the sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas, 32nd annual. Uh, quickly, Gemini, what's up? Hello, this is Gemini Cricket. I was at Jake's show. I was in the back row. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for um, What did you think of the show? Cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's a lot of that. We got a lot of response. Who knew you had the most famous cricket on the in the world, uh, Jiminy Cricket? I mean, that's a celebrity cricket right there. That's uh, what I'm talking about. That's I'm amazing. Big with the crickets. You're gonna go places Huge. with that Crash. guy. Like I brought all his friends and family to Jake's show. It was a bringer show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I received a proposition over the weekend, and I want to. Can I guess what it was? Definitely not a sexual one, right? I, that's why I'm actually bringing it up, because I want to know if you think this is a sexual uh, proposition. Here's my thought. Allie's wife said to Allie, let's have a threesome, but you don't have to be there for it. No, that's not true. Okay? That's not I'm fine with threesomes, and they are actually my idea, and Katie does, is not interested in doing that. Okay? But, so here's the thing. We have a friend. This happens to be the friend that Katie danced topless with out on their in their backyard patio one day. I'm like, first appearance of my boner. That's right. <laughs> there you go, Jay. Opposite. That's appropriate. She has since gotten married, and she has a husband who's very attractive. And You can uh, find a man attractive? Oh, I can tell that he's attractive, yeah. You can find but me you're attractive. not sexually attracted, though. No, I'm not sexually attracted, necessarily. Like, maybe like a make-out, but not like... Mm. I wouldn't want anything to go beyond that. Yeah. Any any guy that I find like hot, I'm like, oh, I would maybe make out with that guy if I was drunk. That's really it. You think I'm uh, attractive? I can tell that you're a, you know, a guy. Yeah, with hair. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's insulting. <I'm> <laughs> Thank you for that. I was hoping that you would find that as a compliment. A guy with hair? <laughs> I asked you if I'm attractive, and you said I'm a guy with hair. You uh, you are not unfortunate looking. Once again, that, that kind of hurts my feelings. Why don't we reverse it then? What do you think of me? Moving on. Okay. So there you <laughs> go. Anyway, we were over at their house for dinner, and I ended up leaving early. Katie came back later, 
And she said, by the way, um, they brought up something that they they invited us to do if we can find a day maybe before the end of the year to do it. And I was like, oh, what is it? She was like, they invited us to go over to their house one night and all do mushrooms together, the four of us. And I was like, whoa, because Katie has never done that. She Mm. has never done those types of drugs. She really doesn't even like weed. She's terrified of doing those things because she thinks that she's going to open up some weird chamber in her brain sure. that she's not going to be able to close and i kind of agree yeah. with her oh yeah so but also good she could open up good chambers too that's true they're all good chambers i've never done mushrooms can you kind of like if you can kind of explain what on a typical you know day happens or whatever when you take shrooms well it's changed a lot now because now everything's kind of uh, produced inside of chocolates i mean i'm talking when i used to get them i remember Remember, I traded a bag of mushrooms to a guy for a mattress one time, and the guy was... What? Yeah, my first first big bed, the first time I ever got myself a bed that was bigger than a twin mattress in college, it was at one of those, like, discount warehouse places, and the guy said to me, the thing's like 200 bucks or whatever, I said, oh, man, he goes, or if you can get me some mushrooms, I'll give you the mattress. And I went and I found the guy a bag of mushrooms. And those are the mushrooms you used to get that were like in, um... It was just a plastic bag of random mushrooms. Random stems, a couple of... That was always the thing, like, oh, this is a good bag, a couple of caps in there. Yeah, and they taste like crap. Tastes terrible, but you'd eat them, and then you would. You kind usually of, throw up. Sometimes at the end, yeah, you would. But yeah. your, your brain—it's oh. it, weird. It's a feeling Sounds like fun. it is it's, super fun. Oh, it's the fun part, really? especially if you're with the right people. And that's the key with mushrooms is you have to be in the right environment with the right people, and you will just have so much fun. It's kind of like you talk, or do you see you talk, things? Do you, you hallucinate? Can, oh, sometimes yeah, you, you don't talk. Sometimes you sit there, you realize you've been sitting there for a long time, and no one has said anything, and then you start thinking about how that's weird. Yeah, oh, really? that can happen too. But usually, you want one person if they're not annoying. That's kind of like the the camp counselor, a.k.a. ringleader of the shrooms, and they're the ones that have figured out, they're like, and now everyone pay attention to this cool tapestry where you'll watch the Paisley's dance, or they'll be like, and now I'm, we're going to put on this, they've got, yeah. got like, the music set. To like oh, set the mood. Yeah. There's usually one going. person that's like the person that, you know, will Mushroom take charge. Guru. The guru, yeah. Yeah, right. I remember like, one cool. time when I was on shrooms, we spent the entire time at a playground. And we just had a oh, blast. And we just created our own world, and it was just so fun. Another time was camping. It was just I think being out in nature is fun. Anyway. How long does this last? Uh, I mean, how much you take. It could be like six hours. Yes, yeah, so I would say six, six to eight oh, hours. Now, now Jake oh. does it very different. Jake takes a bunch of them and sits in a closet by himself, which is which to me, I know that some people say that's some sort of a therapeutic whatever, but to me that feels like that would make me go insane because yes. he sits in there and he goes through that thing like almost like he's trying to do a ayahuasca ritual it's a meditation on yeah yeah whatever you gotta work on yourself but uh, more and more people are doing it therapeutically yeah and, and so and, it uh, is it is being used more for that and the last time i did i told you i was at the park but i it was like a little chocolate square that i, I you know supposedly was very dosed out and it just kind of just gives you some of the almost like the uh Early stage feelings without going into the full. Just that like fluttery butterfly feeling. Yeah, kind of feel like your uh, brain is melting a little bit, but in a good way. Yeah, that's the best way I could describe it. So, but I, I was even thinking like, oh, maybe one day at Burning Man or something. If I ever go, me and Katie will do mushrooms. Like I kind of always had in the back of my mind like this will happen someday. So Katie goes, yeah, they invited us to you know one night we'll get a babysitter or whatever, and we'll just go ham on some mushrooms, the four of us. And I was thinking to myself, is this going to be a sexual thing because I feel like if it's just the four of you and it's like a double date mushrooms thing that's kind of a a given right is that it might go in a sexual place especially if there have been some kind of flirtations with me and Katie with this girl I don't think mushrooms is a sex drug 
Yes, it is. I don't really it think it, sound is. Like it is. Like, like ecstasy, ecstasy is. cocaine. There's uh, drugs that are sex drugs. Mushrooms, I don't think, is a sex drug. I feel like because there's, there's too you're, many... Especially when you're peaking. Maybe you, when, like, when you're coming down. You need four people to all be on the same page, which is really hard to predict. Uh, it's a weird... And I think, she think it's it would be too unusual. And your whole concept of let's take mushrooms and go to Burning Man is kind of messed up anyway because if you go sober to Burning Man, you'll feel like you're on mushrooms. The key is you take mushrooms and go to a place like Ralph's <laughs> that you've been to a million times. And then you really understand the effect that's happening Right, you because you've experienced it sober so yeah, many times. because then you watch the guy slicing turkey for three hours going like, this is awesome. <laughs> and, and that's where you're like, these mushrooms work. Well, part of me was like, why would we just do it at someone's house? Why wouldn't we do it like... You get a hotel room or go somewhere that's like a new cool location that we haven't experienced yet instead of just being in somebody's house where you're like, yeah. you know, then it's kind of just boring. Right, but I don't think, listen, and I'm not saying this to be mean to you, I don't think it's sexual. Your wife will probably make it that way That was with my them, first thought. But I don't think was it's that a If they invited thing. us over to their house to all do mushrooms together, I feel like that's got to be some kind of a sexual invite. If they said, come over, let's all take Molly together, then I'd be like, oh, something's on. There's just hmm. certain ways. Or they said, even if they said, come, on, come over, let's all have fondue, sexual. Right. Mushrooms, I don't really get that vibe. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that'd be... Yeah, I don't know how you can do that. When I'm high on mushrooms, I can't even put on pants. Yeah. Good thing you're by yourself, then. Yeah. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) And now we know why Jake's in his closet. And has never been invited by a couple. That makes sense, though. Jake's only doing them by himself in his closet because that's what... He used to be a lot of people. And then they're like, get that guy in the closet. One by one, they drop. New Green Day, K-Rock. That's New Green Day. This is K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. The American Dream is killing me. Coming up a little bit later this morning, listen for Danny California. Call us up. We'll get your tickets to the sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas with the Chili Peppers, Garbage, The Offspring, and so many more. Ali, a moment ago, said that she did not find me attractive, even though she says... I didn't say I didn't find you attractive. She said I was not unfortunate or something. But let me tell you, uh, listen to this, because this was waiting on the goat line this morning. How ironic and fitting is this? What up, guys? But I just did the, uh, what is it, the marry one, uh, bang one, kill one to my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So this guy, listener to the show... He's got a girlfriend. I don't know if she even knows anything about the show. He just showed pictures from the Instagram and said, F. Mary Kill. And here's who he gave his girlfriend, Allie. And we did Klein, Beer Mug, and Omar. All right, what do you think before we get the results? What do you think? This is what a listener's girlfriend said just after looking at pictures of Mugs, Omar, and Klein. Okay. Mary Omar, F. Klein, because it'll be over before you know it. Thank you. And Kill Mugs. Kill Mugs, you think? Okay. I think with this girl, she'll say that. Here's what she said. She's all swear she's going to marry Klein. Oh. Terrible. Terrible. Well, Mary. you are a little bitch. You know, you don't yeah. take up a lot of space. Oh. You the whole closet. Yeah. Well, rather... She can have the whole house and the garage and the kitchen. People think in this F. Mary Kill game, married is winning, killing is losing. Married is losing. <laughs> I'm losing. I don't want to lose. You just got killed. Yeah, kill me. <laughs> Marriage is slow death. Kill me instantly. <laughs> there we go. She's going to kill Omar. Omar's dead. Whoa. What? Unbelievable. What did I do to this lady? She's got it all wrong. And she's going to bang mud. Wow. What crap is this? Omar is obviously the most attractive one of all of you. That's Jesus. right. Mm. I know. Your you can try enough beer mug, but the thing is he'll probably fall asleep in the middle. Or, you know. He'll pass out in the car on the way home. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. If, uh, still or he'll have to drop a deuce in the middle of it. Yeah, that <laughs> happened too. <laughs> the results. Yeah. If people are asking if we're going to bring him in here and interrogate him because he did claim. You know, we learned on Friday that the whole Officer Simmons story was a total lie. He was not pulled over. Lie detector showed he was never pulled over. Lie detector showed he never met an Officer Simmons. And then he did... He's fu- trying to pull some M. Night Shyamalan stuff. He, he is. Right now. But I think yeah. what he's doing is he's buying more time 
to make to up come another up, officer? To, to come up with a different <laughs> story. And this is what, because he said on Friday, we didn't have time to get into it because we had Butch Vig on the phone or something, but he said something along the lines of like, well, I can't get into what really happened. That's why I had to tell you. I got pulled over by Officer Simmons. And he's just baiting us for yeah. to investigate this further, which I feel like we should not take yeah. the bait and we should just drop We're it. We're just, and it's not fair because I know some listeners are invested and they want to know what the hell happened. And I, personally, I want to know what happened too because he's making Yeah, he me, overslept. He's making me feel like I'm insane. Yeah, you know what? I'm no longer invested. So you're out. You're <laughs> yeah, just out. I just don't care anymore. All right. Ali's just, and that's really the goal around here. Eventually, we'll just all realize we just don't care he's anymore. He's broken me down. <laughs> Sunday morning, we will get you into to the sold-out 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas uh, throughout the entire day here on the station. But for us, at least for this morning, got to be listening for the Chili Peppers. The song is Danny California. And it will be happening at some time between now and 10 o'clock when we get the hell out of here. Then we'll tell you the next song we'll be listening for. Uh, the best bit of advice I can give you is just keep on listening, tell all your friends and family to listen, and eventually, hopefully, you get some tickets to the sold-out show. And now, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I'm actually reading Miss Handcuff to a radiator. Help me. So now that the holidays are here, you're going to start seeing a lot of those news stories attempting to kind of pull at your heartstrings, make you feel like you're not completely dead inside because it is the holiday season after all. So here's the first feel-good story of the season. It's a little extra something being offered to its loyal customers to get everyone in the holiday spirit. Buy a new roof for your home and get an assault rifle thrown in for free. Oh, my God. That's... <laughs> Isn't that what, horrifying? That's what baby Jesus would have wanted. Yeah. Roof Easy says customers who install a new roof this holiday season will get an AR-15 rifle along with a frozen turkey. The tur <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It gets better and better. You don't even need to shoot the turkey. It's already dead. That's, uh, the AR-15 is a special kind of weapon, isn't that? Oh, like a, that's an a, assault, assault rifle. rifle. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But wow. here's, their, here's their reasoning. Turkey will get you all sitting at the table so you can spend time together. The roof will protect your home, and the AR-15 will protect your family. Mm. Yeah, because anything that sprays bullets is really just for protection, right? So let me get this straight. Uh, the roof company is called Easy E Roofs. Did I hear that correctly? E if that's I think it's called Easy Roofs. Oh, just Easy Roofs. I think so. Oh, because I was going to say, if they they got a whole thing going here, I actually don't mind this company. Listen to this guy. He says Easy E Roofs. I'm telling roof you. Roof Easy E says customers roof who install a new... It's Roof Easy E. That's a great uh, theme they got going here. I love it. Please just don't. And they said that if you don't want the assault rifle, it's cool. They'll just give you $500 instead. Mm. And you have to have a background check in order to get the new roof. It's great. Because that was my first thought. I was like, so they're just giving these out now? Like, you don't have to check and make sure that all of these people who need new roofs also are responsible enough to own an assault rifle? But, hey, if you've got a background check, you don't have felonies, they'll just give you one. Yeah. The frozen turkey also. I mean, that seems dangerous. Like, seems, yeah. Especially if you try and fry that thing. Very, very dangerous. I bet you there's uh, unfortunately more uh, injuries every year because of the people attempting to deep fry the frozen turkey than they are 15s or whatever. I think so. All right, Klein, if you had to guess, how much money total do you think you've given to Vegas over the course of your life? I'm even. You're not. No, of course not, but that's what I have to say. How much money do you think that you've given them? Do you uh, think it's. Are, are you, you think it's ten thousand? Are you just talking gambling, or are you talking clubs, meals, yeah, hotels? Yeah, I thought you'd ask. I think just gambling. Just gambling. One of Vegas. Do the ones. Do you think you'd be able to buy a house? 
Oh yeah, a nice one, <laughs> a really nice, nice house. So even in a though- good neighborhood <laughs> with a new roof and an AK forty-seven, nice. AR fifty-seven. Uh, so even though a lot of hotel workers in Vegas are striking right now, Vegas is still obviously crawling with people who want to win, and usually they end up going home like we do, sad and full of regret. But one person at Excalibur this weekend oh, won twelve point one million dollars on. Just a basic slot machine. It was the Megabucks Spitfire Multipliers Triple Red Hot 7s slot machine. And they were still sad because they were at the Excalibur. Yeah. And I'm like, even slot machines in general, those are like the lowest rung at any casino, right? But yeah. if you think about the fact that you're at Excalibur right. also, it's like just an extra level of low rung. Yeah, that's a great story that when you're telling it, you're probably not including that detail. You're probably yeah. like, I was in Vegas, I, was I had the at big spot. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's cool. How much you had? $12 million. Oh, sweet. Where were you? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I don't want you to lose respect for me. I was just passing through yeah. that casino to get to a different one. Right. I right. think that's where Muggs gets comped. I think Muggs always tells us. Yeah, he loves the Excalibur. Loves the Excalibur. He's yep. like, dude, it's great. They comped me there. He's like, I'm not even a big player, but they yeah. give me a room. I'm Everything's like, all gold. They like make that. him feel rich. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it's a castle. It's really not even a hotel. It's a castle. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we all know what the Excalibur He's the king is. There. We get it. <laughs> it's not weird. He's like, I played one hand of blackjack there nine years ago. They yeah. still give me rooms. Everyone's royalty somewhere. Right. I guess when you it. think about it. All right. 63% of consumers say that they order multiple sizes or versions of things with the intention of returning what they don't want. My wife just started doing that. I hate it, Omar. Katie does it all the time, especially because she forgets to return some of the other sizes that she purchased, and oh, then those boxes dude. just sit there, and it makes me so angry. But yeah. it happens all the time now, and they say the living room is the new fitting room. And retailers are starting to get super fed up with this because, the, yeah, there are a few people like my wife who will forget to return things that they bought, but overall the company loses money having to send things back and forth and back and forth a million times. And now experts are saying that the age of the free return is coming to an end, especially with retail, and that more and more places are going to start charging for those returns. Well, they're counting on enough people to buy it and like, you know, most of us, I think, still do. There's people that are anal about it. They're great. They get it. Not right. They get it back the same day. And then there's other people that go, I'll get around to that eventually. And then they pull open a drawer. I opened a drawer the other day. I'd never been inside of before in my life because I was looking for a place to put my underwear now that I've been kicked out of my dresser. I was uh, looking for a drawer downstairs. And I found a, a drawer of stuff that had been ordered and was supposed to be returned and never was. <gasps> and they were oh, like damn. soccer cleats that were like hu- huge adult soccer cleats. I said, well, who the hell is playing soccer? Oh, whoopsies. I got those for the kids. They're the wrong, they're the wrong size. I bought the adult ones. So you mistake. just have giant soccer cleats? Yeah. I've got a pair of random... Gi- dude. Yeah, by the way, that's what you're getting for Start Christmas. Start playing soccer, year. dude. Allie, Don't let them go to Allie's getting soccer cleats for Christmas. Right. <laughs> they might be a little small. Oh, for you, they're going to be perfect. <laughs> Don't you worry. Uh, we got a uh, good hour to get to next after Sublime on K-Rock. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Happy Monday, bitches. And also, happy time change. Happy time change, bitches. Well said. That's right. This is the good one. We decided earlier. Some people say it's the bad one. We're pretty sure it's the good one. Regardless, this hour, we want to hear from you. What was the greatest? Think about your entire life. What was the greatest hour? If you had to pick one hour of your life, for whatever the reason was, maybe it's somewhere you were, maybe there was multiple things that took place over the course of an hour, you could be all sentimental and say, that's when my daughter was born, blah, blah. Yeah, but that's like one minute of the hour. Right. For it to be, to me, and I was thinking about this. Like, what consistently for 60 minutes was that good? 
Or was it multiple things that all took place within an hour? Right. Because I have something that was like one of those boom, 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 three different things that all happened within the same hour. And I remember thinking, even in that moment, enjoy this. This will probably be the greatest hour you will ever live. And I've been chasing that ever since. I was three when it happened. Three? No, 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 I'm just kidding. It's, huh. It happened when I was an adult, and I will share that with you. Love to hear from you as well. Uh, we will get into a little round of Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt. Someone was approached while they were hiking a canyon in Southern California wearing a... What band was on their shirt, Jake? A uh, Soundgarden. A Soundgarden shirt. Will they know anything about the band on the shirt they were wearing while hiking a canyon? Imagine that. You're just hiking, trying to get some exercise. You get approached by a guy with a microphone, and he goes, Now I want to go ahead and grill you about the band on your shirt. We'll get to that this hour as well. And uh, lots of lots of going on. Oh, if we get to a Chili Pepper song, you'll want to be the uh, person to call us when you hear Danny California. So we'll get you into the sold out 32nd annual K Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. By the way, five six two and a lot of other people wanted to remind us that AR-15s are not assault rifles; they're just very accurate rifles. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not really gun people. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. Obviously, well, I find that you go to the country station, you get all that. Uh, <laughs> this is Incubus. This is K Rock. Good morning. K-Rock, we are Klein Alley Show. There's an epidemic that has been happening for a few years now, and it is called people wearing T-shirts with bands on the shirts, and you go up to them thinking, oh, cool, you're a fan of the band I'm a fan of, and you realize they know nothing about the band on their shirt. In fact, is that some, what it's called? Sometimes, that's what the epidemic is called, though. <laughs> and sometimes, a long name. So long. Very uh, wordy. <laughs> they also sometimes don't even know that they're wearing a band shirt at all, which is crazy, and that is what has inspired us around here to do a little thing called Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt? Do you I had to get some new shirts for Wesley, who is not even two, and there were shirts in his size for all kinds of bands. Oh, yeah, they got them Johnny all. Cash, Guns sure. N' Roses, Pink Floyd. Yeah, get them on so Jake can give you a kid an interview. If you'd like to play with us now, call 800-520-1067. If you are successful in predicting whether or not the person we're going to meet in a moment knows anything about the band on their shirt, you will win yourself a limited Klein Alley shirt. That's right. We have some shirts for this show, believe it or not. And when people go up to you and say, what the hell is that? You can explain it's a radio show that's on K-Rock. Here is the person that we uh, played with. They were in the middle of a hike when they got approached by Jake this weekend. Take a listen. Uh, What's your name? Jamie. Jamie from where? I am in Eagle Rock. All right. And what do you do for a living? I'm an artist manager. Okay. Uh, You're wearing what shirt today? Oh, I'm wearing a Soundgarden shirt. You can see uh, what this woman looks like up on our socials at Klein Alley Show. Uh, she was, uh, once again, in the middle of a hike. I don't think a lot of people like to be approached when they're hiking by strangers. Especially women who are by themselves. She wasn't by herself. Yeah, there's a guy she's with uh, as well. Uh, but I still think she seems annoyed by it. But anyway, listen, she's got a good sense of humor, and Jake is about to announce what we we're going to do. And while well, you take a listen, before you uh, go ahead and start predicting whether or not she'll know anything about the band on her shirt, Soundgarden in this case, Listen to the woman. Uh, she's not thrilled that she was selected for this. Uh, you're wearing what shirt today? Oh, I'm wearing a Soundgarden shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we do a thing called Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt? Uh, oh, no! <laughs> That's not a good reaction. Ha! Oh, run, no. run! I've heard tell of this man. Right, right. I mean, it's like, of all things, she's hoping, maybe it's one of those viral videos where Jake's like, I used to be a roadie for Soundgarden. Here's some yes. merch. And instead, he goes, we do a thing called Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt? And her response immediately is, oh, no. Uh, we do a thing called Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt? Uh, oh, no! Uh-oh. <laughs> this isn't going to go well. 
All right, so there we go. This is, once again, a woman wearing a Soundgarden shirt on a hike, approached by Jake. She uh, says this is not going to go well. All you have to do is predict whether or not she will get two out of three questions right about the band on her shirt. Very easy questions. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask you some basic questions about Soundgarden and see if we can get them right, okay? I'm not going to... Okay, sure. All right. Can I... Yeah, no, 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 you cannot. You okay. cannot help. No uh, help, no help. So that's the boyfriend attempting to help? Yeah, yeah. Right. No, she's mine. Let me mansplain this band for you. <laughs> All right, uh, let's say hi to, hold on, this is Wesley. Allie, we're going to go with a Wesley. What's the name of your kid uh, in Mission Viejo. Wesley, all you got to do is predict two out of three times, will this person wearing a Soundgarden shirt know anything about the van on their shirt? You ready to go? Excellent. Let's do that. All right, you can win yourself your very own T-shirt, and that's everyone knows the ultimate prize these days. Here is question number one. All right, where is Soundgarden from? All right. Usually we don't count this one for you or against you. It's a practice question to get their baseline knowledge of the band Soundgarden. I think obviously we're looking for Seattle, one of the many bands that popped out of that Seattle boom uh, around the same time as Pearl Jam, Nirvana, etc. Do uh, you think she'll know the answer to this? Very basic, yes. She'll know that one. All right. Do you want this to count for you or do you not want this to count for you or against you? Let's count it. Let's All right. It. Let's find That's out. confidence, Question Wesley. one. Let's find out. All right. Where is Soundgarden from? Seattle? Are you sure? No. Hey, you're from Seattle. Wow, look at that. Good she, job. She wasn't confident, but she did say it. I, I did not listen. I mean, he could have swayed her easily. Hey, you're from Seattle. They're from Seattle. Okay, good. Right. Nice. She wasn't confident in her own answer, but she did get it right. So you get your first one right, which means you get one more right. The game comes to an end. Here's question number two. Uh, who is the Kill lead it. singer? All right. Who is the lead singer of Soundgarden? She is wearing the shirt. Nope. No, she won't get it. <laughs> you don't think no. so? No. Oh, wow. All right. You said with confidence. One of the more famous lead Cornell, singers out there. Totally. She All right. Looking, looking for Chris Cornell. Let's find out if uh, she was able to do it. Uh, who is the Kill lead it. singer? Chris uh, Cornell. Of Nirvana. <gasps> oh. <laughs> uh, you tried to be funny, Jake, and change the question. Oh, you are you working bitch. out more jokes uh, before you're set? Hold on. Kurt Cobain. All right. Who's the lead singer of Soundgarden? Chris Cornell. Okay. All right, she got it. She got that oh. one right. She got it. So there you go. Oh. One right, one wrong. Classic Wesley. Classic. <laughs> hey, classic. you got the first one right. Here... <laughs> He's a good boy. Here is the, uh, Allie's rooting for you like you're her own child. Yeah. Here is your uh, third and final question. This determines everything. Do you know the band on your shirt? Here we go. Um, I am killing it so far. <laughs> can you name one Soundgarden album? All right, this is it. It comes down to this. Can she name one Soundgarden album? She was able to get the city they're from. She was able to get their lead singer. You need this one. Come on, honey. Will she? Let's go. <laughs> Will she do uh, it? She knows the lead singer. She, she must know Super Unknown. She must know it. So I'm going to go yes, she'll know it. All right. This is everything. Let's find out. Do we have a winner? This is Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt, the Soundgarden edition. Can you name one Soundgarden album? I have no idea. <laughs> no! Oh. Wesley, you're a disappointment! <laughs> Runs in the family! Run! 60 minutes, you'll have that happen to you many times today and every day. But if you think back of your entire life, what was the greatest hour? It's an interesting question just to ponder for even a moment, right? Think about it. Like, because, you know, I mean, I was even thinking about what uh, I was talking about last hour with doing the shrooms in the play at the playground. I mean, that was an amazing time. Well, was that the greatest hour of your life, of your entire life? And, and also, are you talking about one thing you were at that, that took over the course of that entire hour? Or is it yeah. like multiple things happened within a one-hour span where you're like, got a phone call? 
I think got it's, a cool proposition, then ended up there. Right. Then something unexpected happened, and it all happened between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. Like I've always said before, there's certain times of the day where usually really good or really bad things happen. And I almost feel like it's that 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. window. Hmm. Sometimes right. Like that's real, the time where it's a land of opportunity. It could yeah, be real. good opportunity or bad. So that's the question, 800-520-1067. What was the great... Think about it. Everyone's talking about that extra hour. But what is the greatest hour you've ever lived? We will uh, potentially reward you with some tickets to see the very funny... Anthony Jeselnik, he is at the Wiltern, I believe. We got some tickets for that show. 949 said, the greatest hour of my life. I was in a really bad relationship for a really long time, and eventually I finally decided that I was going to break up with this person, and it was, Klein, at 2 in the morning. And it ended up being this really long hour, but I finally said everything I needed to say, and then I walked out of his apartment, and it was the best feeling I've ever had in my life. Jonathan, what was the greatest hour of your life? You're on K-Rock. What's up? Uh, yeah, hey, how's it going? Uh, so I served six months in uh, Orange County Jail, and um, I was a- I was able to get out 45 minutes before my kid was born, and that 15 minutes that I was in the hospital, uh, he was born. So that, that was that was probably the best. Man, so, getting out of jail and kid born? That's a great hour. Same hour? hour? That's a great hour right yeah. there. I don't yeah, think I've had really an hour lucky. that good. No, no, because you get out of forget about why you were in jail and all that stuff. But I would imagine, yes, the you getting out of jail, it's a sense of freedom right there. You were locked up six months and you get out just in time to watch the kid being born. Did they give you early um hold on one second. What line was that? That was line. Hey Jay, did they, uh John, did they give you early release so you could witness that? Or were you gonna just coincidentally get out that day anyway? No, it was it was just a coincidence. Man. Did you eat anything within that hour, too? Because I've always heard the first meal Placenta. you eat out of, out of jail is really good, too. Yeah, I had I had a 7-Eleven pizza on the way to the hospital. Oh, oh. I bet it tasted great. The hour gets even better. <laughs> hey, you think Jonathan, you know, he felt all that freedom, you know, when it was, uh, you know, he get, get out of jail and then his son was born and then that instantly just all went away again? <laughs> uh, I think you still feel free at that time because you don't realize all of the work that goes into it. Oh, okay. It still hasn't said it. Yeah, you're yeah. just like at the hospital going, God, ah, they're here. Jonathan, how yeah. long after your kid was born did you drive yourself back to the jail and say, take me, <laughs> take me back? All right, uh, let's say hi yeah. to Kim. Kim, what was the greatest one-hour period of your life? Me? You. Me, Kim? Yes, you, Kim. Uh, okay. Greatest <laughs> hour of my life was when um, I snuck backstage at Cal Jam 18 and met Pat Smear and talked to him for like 10 minutes. And then I snuck back into the inner backstage and met my... Beautiful man, Dave Grohl, with his little daughter on his shoulder. Wow. And then I proceeded to go back to my lawn seat way the hell in the back and <laughs> just lived off that for the rest of the night. What was your was technique awesome. for uh, sneaking backstage? Everyone's got their own method. What was yours? Yeah, so I had a broken arm, and I had gone the year before, and I thought, like, and- ooh. And what? Here I was like, oh, the gate where the VIPs enter, I guess. And so I, I just was by myself. And so I started walking through the gate and the security said, excuse me, do you have a wristband? And I said, no, I have to go talk to Dave. Oh, so. <laughs> uh, you have a giant cast on. It's interesting. She played the handicap to get huh. through the, the wristband thing as she holds up her broken arm. 
It's a lot a good, of people would break their own arm just to meet Dave. Yeah, Brown. and I feel like that's one of those moves. Dave's always looking for someone with a broken arm to be like, come up, you're going to do the song with us. You've got yeah, half an arm. Yeah, I know. Man, and then why would you go back to the lawn seat after that? Yeah, it seems like you had this great uh, situation going, and then you put yourself back. But sometimes you go, wow, that was a cool moment that I will forever remember. Now I'm going to sit back with the commoners and yeah, enjoy the show. Yeah, and you feel like special. Uh, let me say hi to Maddie. What happened to you, Maddie? Best hour of your life. Well, um, I didn't plan it, but I uh, smashed two guys in one night, and one was in a bathroom, and the bar closed, and then I was still hungry as you know what. Called up a dude and said, let me in the back door. So, man, I was glad to get home with my panties on. Wait a minute. Is this back door thing a literal back door, or is that a euphemism? Oh, no, 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 no. I wish it was both, dude, but uh, I did the back door <laughs> legit. Mm, well, again, still that doesn't. Sure. <laughs> uh, still, still think it's a euphemism. Is this a bar door or is this butt stuff? <laughs> the bar was the bathroom door, and the back door was of his house. But there was oh, no okay. <laughs> and by his house, do you mean his butt? So, wait, the best hour of your life. You think about your whole life. The best hour well, the of your life is, was you had is, sex with two guys in one hour, and you think that was the best hour of your life? I hadn't had any action for like, I don't know, a year. So I didn't want to waste any time. And I thought, okay, I'm pretty hungry tonight. Let's see what I can do. Mm, I like how she says hungry. I know. That's a lot better than horny. Hor I, I've always hated that word. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, let's say hi to... Uh, I'm still not sure what she did. I think she did butt stuff twice <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Hey, uh, what happened to you? Megan, what was the best hour of your life? Oh, my gosh. I have an expunged record. I um, was arrested... Um, 20 years ago, because I was on drugs, and um, the best hour of my life was standing in court, knowing that the judge believed in me and saw that mm. I had made so much progress, and now I have an expunged record. So if you look me up, I have absolutely nothing on my record to show for anything. The, the, the judge believed in me that much. Dude. And now I've been off of Skid Row, sober for two or 20 years and three months, and I'm married to a wonderful man and have a baby. Congratulations! Oh, that's that's beautiful. That's it's not eligible, though. I mean, what good do you mean that's not eligible? Well, I mean, it's more. That was than the now. best. She, she just gave no, it 20. was the best hour of her life getting her record expunged. Okay, yeah, that was cool. I guess she gave you all the bonus material afterwards. Did she not hear the woman before her? Ellie? <laughs> Who I mean, smashed two guys yeah. in one night? I mean, come on. She was probably not sober at all. Hello, officer. Hello. The greatest hour of my life was finding out Muggs lied on Friday. My name is Officer Simmons. Oh, we have Officer Simmons on the phone right now. Great. So having your record expunged was the greatest hour of your life. Yeah. You know how many people I pull over? They're like, hey, I heard on the radio, if I just show you my phone screen, you'll <laughs> let me off with a warning. Yeah. Uh, I get it. All right. You hear that? Officer, the real Officer right. Simmons calling. We have a new front runner. <laughs> <laughs> that's our, 818 right. said my first threesome, and that's definitely one for me, I would say. Could be greatest hour. Could be worst hour. Uh, Raisin? <laughs> Raisa. <laughs> Kevin Klein's a name butcher. Come on, the butcher. Come on, he's a name butcher. Screwing up your name. Screwing up your name. Screwing up your name. Screwing up your name. Think someone would be named after the worst food of all time? Uh, I don't know. Uh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> ricey or whatever. Uh, what is your uh, best hour? Ricey. What did she say? I would say? My best hour would be, I went to a corn concert. I caught one of the guitar picks with my boobs. And then oh. 10 minutes later, another guitar pick hits my other boob. And then How big are your boobs? 10 minutes later, I caught the drumstick. <gasps> Where's your boobs? Who's that? 
Well, the drumstick I didn't catch with my boob, unfortunately. Yeah. But it was at the forum. Oh, my God. Is that oh my God. Sweet just knockers? One, it's just, you look out and it's just two giant boobs. Just another guitar the entire audience. Everyone behind her is like, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that, that was Jake the Nerd on the phone, by the she way. She caught the bouquet again. She <laughs> <laughs> just catches everything. Just a, you go to a baseball game, Dodgers game. Every ball ball. Hello, we caught the boobs. Right to this. Well, now I don't feel so good about my best hour. I what was your hour? It started when I found a black chip on a casino floor in Vegas. Uh -huh. And then I immediately put that chip on zero on the roulette wheel and it hit. Wow. It was $3,500. Whoa. And then I took that $3,500, went right into a club and bought a bottle where we met some ladies. Uh-huh. And you know me, Ali, I don't take long. Oh, so it's a full hour? The greatest hour That's plus beautiful. 30 seconds of my life. Some people trying to butter us up on the text line. It's K-Rock Klein Alley Show. That was a new blink. And congratulations, Travis Barker, on making another baby this past weekend. Uh, my best hour was when I first discovered your show. I hated it for the first 35 minutes, but then I kept listening because I was too lazy to change the station. Now I've been hanging out with you guys for the last six months every morning. Well, I appreciate it. The very nice message. But unfortunately, you cannot kiss our ass and win in this particular case. 818 said they won the showcase showdown on Price is Right. That was the best hour of their life. It's got to be. That's a that's a home run hour. I mean, we could, we could do this. Jet right? It's got to be jet ski. It's always a jet yep. ski, I'm sure. Of course. I had a buddy that and a trip to a place that you would never <clears throat> travel on your own. I had a buddy that just got back from the Bahamas today, a trip that he won on the uh, Price is Right. Really? And I said, they actually went They actually went on the trip? I didn't assume the, I just assumed those things never happened. He's like, no, we just went. We're coming back. We're at the Bahamas for the last week. So that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. Um, we could take these calls all day. A lot of people had great hours. I got people first time went to a massage parlor, someone who finally stood up to their father-in-law, et cetera, et cetera. Someone that won a ton of money gambling. I can relate with that. Uh, but I think we can all agree. It's uh, the woman that smashed two guys in uh, an hour, right? Can we all agree? I agree. But if we give her something, we have to throw it at her. <laughs> throw it. Oh, you were saying the girl that caught the stuff with her boobs. Yes. That's the one you want. That's the one I want. All right. We're going to go to that girl then. She, congratulations. We'll give you some tickets to Anthony Jesenick. The Will Turn shows not till April 5th, but you'll be as good as in. So hold on for that. Remember, you're Listening for Red Hot Chili Peppers, Danny, California. It'll be happening at some point between 9 and 10 a.m. And when you hear it, call us up. Get yourself some tickets to the sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. We'll make that happen for you. Uh, we'll take a quick break. we got your ADD news to get to in just a moment. We'll find out what's going on in the world. We've got a little where'd you go, how far did you go action to get to as well. And much more. The show continues. And we have your tickets for the uh, Almost Acoustic Christmas next. I'm Julie from Sold Out Tickets to the 32nd Annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. You'll have your chance throughout the entire day here at K-Rock. Your first pair of this week will happen in the next... Let's see here. we got 10 minutes left of this hour. It's going to happen at some point between we get the hell out of here. I would imagine the next 30 minutes you'll get those tickets from us here at K-Rock. Uh, listen for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Danny, California, and call us 800-520-1067. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I didn't bring my lunch today. Let's see what Chyla brought. Oh, hummus. Is there a cookie in there, too? I would like a cookie. So if you've seen the, Simps <clears throat> the Simpsons at all, one of the most memorable images that's probably burned into your brain is the famous Homer strangling Bart shot, right? They put it in a lot of episodes, and it's been in every season. It's probably one of the most iconic images in television history. And now it is going away. After 35 seasons, the Simpsons will no longer show Bart being strangled by Homer. This is probably the biggest change that the Simpsons have made in the name of being progressive since they got rid of Apu. And they haven't shown Homer strangling in a while, but they made the change public in a recent episode. They didn't get rid of Apu. No, they didn't get rid of him, but they're not showing him anymore. He's well, no, they're not. They, they, no, no. That's, they, they, got, uh, they just don't have Hank Azaria doing the voice. 
Yeah, but he's. when's the last time a poo was in an episode? I, you know, I don't know. And, I mean, like, I, talking. Don't get me wrong. I used to love that show. I know last night was the Treehouse of Horror episode this season. I have not watched a new Simpsons in a while. But every yeah, once in a while, I catch, a, catch one on, and I will still get but, a good uh, chuckle. It's a strange move, removing that uh, strangling uh, part, because it's a cartoon. I know, like, you and know like, what I mean? and his <laughs> neck gets so hell? tiny. Yeah, it's just so on. funny, and he's and like, I, I will say, yeah. I will say an unpopular opinion, but something that any parent out there knows. You're pro strangling. We've yeah, all, strangling's okay. We, here. No, I'm not pro strangling. You know, don't do it every day like Homer. We've but all, every now and then, a good strangle, you know, gets the gets the message across. We've all thought about, oh, I wish it was okay to strangle at this exact moment. <laughs> and in some ways, we have to live vicariously through the animated TV. And I don't understand. Once They're acting again. out our desires. Right. Oh man, I wish I could. Do. It's all everything on the show is exaggerations of the reality. Totally. And we go, that's like our family. But it, yeah, you know, but didn't you get like? Hit specked, smacked around a little bit when you were a kid? Oh, by other kids, yeah, sure. Not by your parents? Uh, my dad would do the spanking. My mom would try to do the spanking, but she would hurt her hand. It was always so fun. <laughs> so it was always a good... It was like it's a hard punishment to slap, for her. It's hard to spank someone with two buttholes. Yeah, she didn't know where back. to go. Yeah, she's, she's like a moving target. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is what they said in a recent episode when Homer was shaking hands with somebody. Whoa, that's quite a grip. See, Marge? Strangling the boy is paid off. Just kidding. I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. So there it is. Wow. Mm. They've accepted the fact that they'll no longer show the strangling. No which more is strangling. weird because there's been so many, you know, that show's been on, what, 30 years or something, right? So if you go through those episodes, you would find plenty of things. More strangles are, than not. And, and a variety of other things, by the way, that are uncouth More by problematic. Yeah. Today's yeah. standards. But, well, mm -hmm. it, it is what, Omar, as I like to say, it is what it is. Uh, it is what it is, yep. Okay, the New York <laughs> Marathon. It is what it is. Thank Let's you. not Thank move you. on. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for finding me. You're saying that. it's slow, too, so we can get it. It is what it is. It. Almost made it. It's a live yeah. show right now. There is no uh, editing, no reviews. All right. The New York Marathon happened over the weekend. Yet again, more records were broken. The winner for the men finished in two hours, four minutes, and 58 seconds. The women's top finisher ran the race in two hours and 27 minutes. But there is some controversy in the running world right now because there's this new shoe on the market. They're calling it the Super Shoe. There's a few different brands of it, and they say it'll improve your runtime because it ha it's like this crazy high-tech shoe that's carbon-plated, and then it's embedded with this lightweight foam that like propels you forward without you having to work that hard. I need that for my trips to Costco. <laughs> Just uh, flying down the aisles. Oh, man. I'm, I'm be a super shopper. Oh, yeah. man, I can't wait. Get me a pair of these shoes. I, I know they're meant for, like, quote, athletes and runners. Watch what I do with a pair of these shoes. Be yeah. lazy. Um, they said that this shoe is, like, being worn by every top marathoner and even just regular runners because they feel like it's going to help them. But they're super, super thick. Like, it almost looks like a shape-up. Like, it's really, really thick. And some purists are saying that this is technological doping and that these shoes should not be allowed in the competition because they're it's too thick for regulation. Giving you extra spring in the jump. I, I right. could see that. If it almost... There's if no got rockets in there. There's no... You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's a great idea, Omar. Oh, okay. that I want to wear rocket shoes. <laughs> I'll never have done the New York City Marathon before. And then I'll just be it's like... 
<laughs> it's still mainly fueled by the human body. Yes, but if the if they were to break apart the shoe and find out that they did something that was almost like, you know, putting springs within the soles of the I mean, shoes, which is what, what it sounds coast, like. Yes. You're getting the Acme it, running shoe. If they were to, if they were to go ahead and say a regular person can, can get, you know, this much lift, but with these shoes on they lift further, better strides, all that running jargon but isn't whatever. Is this going to improve the competitiveness in this field? I mean, yeah, because it, the, it, 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 because records are being broken with these shoes, and it's just yeah. going to up the level. It's going to up the good. game again. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's not fair. To, if there's some guy from Kenya that's running on a pair of Toms that he got, it's not fair that he doesn't get the nice yeah. Pace Aid shoes, dude. Yeah, you do. Have, they, and then they are expensive. They can be upwards of five hundred bucks. But this, this is this is this is what happens in sports, man. Like with the football people, like you know, I mean, they have the best gear ever in the NFL. I mean, just because you know you're high school level, you don't have the access to that, doesn't mean it shouldn't be included in the professional sport. Right, and if you get really, really good with Tom's, just imagine how amazing uh, you'll be once you get the super shoes on. What? Uh, just out of curiosity, Allie, what, what the winners of both the men and the women were both wearing these shoes? I actually don't know specifically what shoes the winners were wearing. Both of the winners in the men's and women's were from Ethiopia. Not to brag, but Jake ran the 5K in high heels, and I had to run it with one shoe. That's um, true. But that they was also not say, fun or easy at I know all. you want to get these shoes, Klein, but they were saying if you're not a runner and if you're not physically fit, these shoes like really hurt. Great. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, yeah like it, it like screws up your calves because you oh, don't man. have like enough muscle Fine. there. That sounds good. <laughs> I'd love to see you hurt yourself in Costco because you thought the school shoes were going to help you. I'm going to find, send me the link. I'm getting it. Uh, all right. I know it's technically pack your patient season, meaning that the newscasters and the oh. airport workers love to tell everyone that the travel season is heating up. The only way to get through it is to pack that patience in your carry-on bag, which makes zero sense. But here are some new numbers. They're showing that the holiday travel market is softening and that people booking flights to see their families over the holiday season is down 4% and counting. And maybe it's because flights are more expensive and travel in general is up, but also maybe people are realizing that spending time with family is a little overrated. And if you get a good amount of visits before the holidays, you'll already be so sick of each other that you won't really want to see each other for the holidays. And the best Thanksgiving I ever had was when I was on my honeymoon and I was just getting a random massage for 7 bucks and eating oh. the best meal I've ever had for under $10. Well, that, that, is, great. that is a great is that if you do not plan on traveling to see family around the holidays, you don't want to get that guilt. If you see them sometime around Halloween, maybe even in any time in that month yeah, of October. get a bunch of visits in. And, and they will be annoyed by you or you'll be annoyed by them and you'll say like, I feel like we just saw each other so let's uh, push yeah, it. Yeah, and you're like, why don't year. you guys stay home? Yeah. And you're like, I was Great. trying to get out of Thanksgiving this year but it didn't happen. Oh, what would I was you? Trying to, I was trying to call my wife into. Come on, we could go. Just you know, go up to the cat. Yeah, just you know go on I mean? a vacation. Rented. Yeah, you know, do something like that. And then she was into it for like a split second. This is like, now nah, we're going to my sister's house. Like, oh okay. man, people always go back. Uh, tradition, yeah. tradition. Mm -hmm. We kick yeah. off a brand new hour of the show next, and we will have some sold out thirty second annual K Rock almost acoustic Christmas with your name on them. It's after Foo Fighters K Rock. This is the world famous K Rock. Oh hell yeah! Welcome to nine o'clock on a Monday morning. If it feels like ten o'clock, that's because the farmers or something. It's a daylight savings weekend. I'm sure you probably already know that by now. Or else you're super confused. Or you got to work early or late. I'm not exactly sure. I do know that Muggs will somehow turn this into a reason why he's late this week, though. I'm not Is sure. Is he how. even here? I haven't seen him yet today, but I assume he's here doing something because the goat line calls are in, and that's one of his many jobs. Wow. Apparently, he is here. Uh, listen to this, Allie. Dude, Jake, what the hell? I'm listening to the podcast, the Lie Day Friday segment with Beer Mug, getting to, like, the most important part 
where we find out if he's lying about Officer Simmons or not. And then the podcast, like, cuts off and, like, goes to the next segment. And we missed the whole end of Lie Day Friday. What the hell? Uh, I'm pissed. I'm really pissed. Jake, I'm disappointed. Thanks for nothing. Do better. Is that true? Yeah, that seems to be... See, that's the thing when you argue with Jake. No. Seems to be user error because a lot of people that listen to the podcast uh, in its entirety and did hear the results of the lie detector test as it unfolded on Friday's show found out quite a few interesting things about mugs from a 99.999% accurate standpoint. Lie detector guy said almost 100%, I mean, as close to 100% as you get. Uh, did find out that he did make up some of what he told us, other things he told the truth about, and then people are just concerned about mugs and the show in general. Man, guys, what is going on over there? I mean, you got Jake crapping his pants on a daily basis. You got mugs crapping his pants, lying about it hiding him in his car, whatever he did. We don't even know what he really did with them. And then Vanessa's crapping her pants. Like, I mean, dude, you guys got some issues over there. And Ali, when you have that next kid, you're probably going to crap on that kid too. Like, just everybody's just crapping on everything all the time. Like, what is going on? Get your together. Literally. Well, that's why this show is probably not for everyone. And the Sometimes. only one who doesn't is has two b-holes. So you're the one who should be. I know. And I'm the... I'm the one who's keeping it all together. <laughs> Omar and I are keeping it strong yeah. <laughs> using toilets. We'll get into this hour with a little words you go, how far you go. Keep in mind you're listening for the Chili Peppers, and when you hear that, be sure to call us so we can get you into the sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. That and more after The Cure right here on a Monday morning. This is K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Later today when the Chargers play, K-Rock goes commercial free so you get all the music and probably more chances to get tickets to the sold-out almost acoustic Christmas show. I um, I regret to inform you that I've entered a phase of my life now where, unfortunately, most of my weekend, especially this time of the year, feels like it is taken over by having to go to kids I don't know's birthday parties. That sucks, man. I'm sorry. And it is sometimes terrible. <laughs> Every once in a while, you end up at one where you go, I know this is for a child, but this is awesome. Like, if they've got a good food spread, or if maybe they got booze there, or if it's at a place where I don't have to do anything, like the, there's someone there that's doing some stupid, uh, you know. Or a place where you can kind of be a kid again a little bit, like those trampoline parks. Like, I know that that's still a kid's birthday party, but at least you get to bounce around and feel like a kid for a minute but yourself. I, I'm going in blind. I don't know. There's so many kids in these classes now at the uh, you know LAUSD that you know, I think the rule is everyone has to be invited so everyone feels included, whatever. I'm, I guess, in favor of all that. But as a result, I don't know... Where I'm going, you're I just in favor of that. Really, I am so not in favor of that. Uh, well, no, I'm not. What if they're your kids? You know, getting doesn't like that person because they're mean to them or whatever, and they have to invite yeah, they have this to invite, invite their own bully. Uh, yeah, I'm That's super lame. I'm not in favor of forced invitations in the same way. I'm not in favor of. You ever, just said you were. No, what I said is, I am in favor from a child's point of view. I could understand why they would feel really obligated to invite their bully left out if they didn't get invited to a a a birthday party where the rest of the kids got to go and when they're five you know maybe it sounds like you were not popular in high school (laughs) okay what are you saying what i'm saying is you were a reject kid in high school and you wish you had been invited to all the kids parties we're talking about five-year-olds i'm not talking about high school stay on topic you idiot you're not getting invited to my party (laughs) good so I end up, unfortunately, going to a lot of these. And Omar, you know, and Ali, you'll learn soon enough. 
yeah. some of them are great. Like even Allie, she um she had that first birthday party for her kid and, and the party, you know, for the most part sucked. But hey. And had, also parents, if you know your party's gonna suck, at least don't make it drawn out. Make it thank two you. to three hours. Yeah. Okay. No, two to three. No, no, no. Yeah, if you really two. know your party's gonna suck, bring them in, wheel out the cake. Sing a song, okay, get the presents, you. hand out the little Keep bags of crap, moving. and that's Keep it. it. We're moving. out. We're out. Agreed. Nothing better Agreed. than being at a place that's got like uh, it's one of those party factories because they are by the book, and you, oh, and, totally. you and you yeah. know there's another group getting uh, getting uh, angry in the waiting room, and they got to yeah. move you in and out, and it's kind of nice. So I was at uh, one of these parties this weekend. I don't even I couldn't even tell you which one's the birthday. I don't know what's going on. It's making dumb small talk with and the other parents. And do you still have to bring gifts to all these? Oh kids? yeah, Allie, you got to do it. And I say to my kid, I go, Hey, what's uh, I go, what's uh, Mason like? Yeah, what's Mason into? And she and the kid goes, Toys. And I go, All right. <laughs> well, you're uh, not helpful. Is he a Lego guy? Is he? Uh, <laughs> is it even a guy? I don't know. Is, yeah, is Mason a guy? A girl? <laughs> what are we dealing with here? And my kid. And they're like, I don't know. She's got no intel for me. Yeah. And I go, All right. I just. I'll just grab. I'll just grab whatever's there. You should have done your Costco axe throwing kit. That'd probably oh, be ha- good for oh, yeah, any pieces kid. of it now. But yes. <laughs> so I get there, and I'm at one this weekend, and it is as bad as it gets as far as there's no there's no food you know sometimes i go to these things hungry go at the very least i'm gonna get a meal out of this thing yeah no no food there's no, no food at no all no drinks there's a little case of those tiny little bottled water and i text Wait, what what the hell it, well because, are you serious what? no snacks no nothing was yeah. it at a park where was it was that like a community center like a oh. community center situation. And there was just Those nothing. always smell like old people. So I uh, text one of the other dads who I don't really know, but I have his number and I text him, well, this party definitely sucks. <gasps> and I start to see a lot of responses. Oh, no. And I sent that text <gasps> to every person that was at that party because it was a text that went out right before that said as a reminder uh, please wear socks because they don't want to have kids worrying around with shoes inside the rec center and I wrote to all of them including the people who threw the party well this party sucks and they agreed and the person who threw it said agreed this party does suck they just hearted it (laughs) it was a lot of responses of um no. A lot of question I got a lot of question oh marks. Oh my god. Five or six different question marks. And I tried to cover. I tried to cover. <laughs> and it, I mean, it was clear it was that party. Right. Said no one, no one ever. I wish I thought of it, Allie. Is it one of those things where you could delete as soon as you sent it? By that point, too many responses had happened. Oh, no. Because I was doing that thing where I sent the text to the one dad. I was looking at him so I could see him read the text and be like, yeah, you're right. This party sucks. Give him the head nod. Give him the head nod. And instead. Give him a little water. And instead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cheers to each other. A little lukewarm water. And I get nuts. So then. I see what's going on here, and I have this moment. People are kind of looking around. Is it one of those things where you can see everyone's phone number, but you don't necessarily yeah, have their contact? So nobody—I don't know one person. So nobody knows who, that it was you. Yeah, but there's a lot of looking around now, <sighs> and I write kind of great right back and go, "Oops, sorry, wrong group." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm at a different crappy birthday party right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm the worst. Such a terrible cover. Yeah, yeah, I know. I should have gone and said no one ever. Did anybody? Was, did no, any- was your wife on it? No, she luckily she wasn't there. I was I was, oh, okay. I, I was there. She oh, she was on the yes, she was on the um the thing because she said she, then said, she would have recognized who that she, text is coming from. She knew my number, yes. But Dude. she's, you know, this part for the course of what she deals with. Like, you right, know. Right. You know, you have a point, though, Klein. If you just tell people, maybe they won't have a crappy party. Like, maybe there should be a Yelp for birthday parties. So yeah, that people but, know if they have a crappy party, like, they're going to just keep doing it every year. And their kid is going to be the one who suffers. But, but, but then I look around and I go, maybe the kids didn't think it was crappy. They're all running around doing God knows what. They're, they're, yeah, but they're, they're easy to fun. please. They can't right. be having fun at a rec center yeah they could be having fun i mean doing what oh you know there was like things going on uh, playing with old floral arrangements i think they were running like suicides or something like that oh no yeah they're like uh or whatever those yeah like running uh, on the laps or whatever i don't know it seemed like they were doing they were having fun running laps i think the key is training for something were you just out of, were, <laughs> were you just out of basketball practice i think i went to a stranger's <laughs> basketball <game. laughs> Thanks, Muggs. It's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Muggs is here. I just saw him in the flesh. He's really there. Look at that. Thanks, Muggs. Said no one ever. (laughs) That also works. It's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Listening for Chili Peppers Day in California, which I can see is coming up very shortly. So be ready to win yourself some sold-out tickets. 32nd annual K-Rock, almost goose Christmas. Uh, Hey, Teresa, you were on a first date this weekend. Yes, I was. And you're going to give us all of the details. Good, bad, ugly, etc. <laughs> yes, I am. All right, let's get to it. It's time for Where'd You Go? How Far'd You Go? Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys go play bingo? Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys take a slow or no? Trying to uh, do some science here on the show and figure out if there's any correlation as to where you go on a first date and how far you go with that person on said date. What we found uh, over, you know, we've talked to, I don't know, maybe a hundred different people that have gone on first dates. The reality is I don't think there is a correlation because we've had people that had no first date at all and they had full-on sex. We had people that had very elaborate planned out, elaborate, fancy stuff, and they left uh, with not even a handshake. So I don't know if there's any sort of correlation there at all. I used to think sushi meant sex, but apparently not in the world 2023. That doesn't exist anymore. No, we definitely talked to a guy who had gone on a date just picking out a mattress at Ikea and they had sex. Right, I know. It's unbelievable. Because like, it's kind of like christening a boat, I think. When you get a new mattress, you got to mm-hmm. smash something on it, right? Let's get to it, <laughs> Teresa. You are going to uh, answer some questions. We each have one. And then we'll try to get to the only question that matters, which is where'd you go? How far'd you go? But before we get to our, our questions, uh, how did you meet the person? Uh, did you meet on like a dating app or in real life? Um, in real life, he's, he works for my best friend's husband. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Works for your best friend's husband, and this was... It was kind of like a blind date. I had never really actually met him in person before. He was just, like, talked about. So it was um, a first date, and it was just... Oh, don't say anything Okay, but but the couple said, you two will hit it off. You definitely... Okay. They know me very well. They know you well, and obviously they know this guy because he works for the husband. All right, we just get one question. Here we go. Al, you want to start? I guess I'm just going to ask a clarifying question. What does the husband do for a living? What type of job is this? He's a mechanic. Oh. That's a real man right there. If I was gay, Allie would be with a mechanic. Really? Just for the perks? Yep. (laughs) That's right. He's a real man, knows his way around a car, fix fix my car. You can make all those jokes about grinding your gears. (laughs) And all that stuff. Omar, uh, what's your question for... 
Teresa. Yeah, uh, Teresa, um, do you like to go out to the uh, strip clubs? And if so, uh, what kind of dancing? Uh, well, you know, describe your uh, ideal stripper. Strange question. <laughs> really weird. I'll answer no, for her. It'll tell um, me a lot. Go ahead, Teresa. You can answer well, that or you can ignore it. I have been a couple times and okay. I do like lap dances. Oh. There you go. All right. From uh, Tells me a lot about Teresa. From both or? From both. Cool. Huh. Love that. Guys do lap dances too? Of course. Oh, they do? Yeah. Huh. I think they do them without having to charge you extra. So strange. That's not that strange. You're you're like floored by the fact that guys would give a girl a lap dance or another guy? Uh, Yeah, it just feels like that's something that a guy would not do well for some reason. I couldn't (laughs) see myself. Not you. Right, no, I couldn't do that well. All right, uh, uh, your question, Jake the Nerd, for Teresa was on a first date this weekend. Uh, Teresa, if you're going on a first date, what kind of shoes are you wearing? Like pumps, sneakers, whatever? Sneakers. Sneakers. Okay, what kind of Snickers oh, do you like? I'm not wearing the candy bar, but I'm wearing sneakers. <laughs> okay, you wear sneakers on a day. All right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> Teresa, very important question. What is the best flavor of Hot Pocket? Pepperoni pizza. She's not wrong. Yeah, that's a great one. All right. We learned a little bit about her, but can we figure out with this limited information where she went, how far she went on the date? She met this guy through her best friend's husband. They work together. She likes the pepperoni pizza hot pocket. She wears uh, sneakers on a first date, not the candy bar. She likes a lap dance from the ladies and the men. She frequents the strip clubs. She's addicted, basically. (laughs) And uh, whatever the hell Allie asked, I forget. I asked what job the the husband's in. Mechanic. All right. We each get a guess now. Okay, so I think that um, despite the reputation of a mechanic, I think he really dressed up and really tried to make this a nice fine dining evening. So I think he took you to somewhere really nice, like a Lowry, like a nice steakhouse. Steakhouse? And it was not really your jam because it seems like from the fact that you like lap dances and sneakers and you're the pepperoni pizza, like you're just kind of a casual girl. So I think it was just kind of too much for you and you didn't really eat that much at the dinner and he was trying to like impress you with a lot of flowery language and you weren't into it. So you parted ways, just a little kiss on the cheek to appease your your uh, friend and her husband. And then you hit an in and out drive through on the way home, got some real food. By herself. Yep. Okay. So Allie says steak dinner, no hooking up, in and out after the fact. Uh, Jake, what's your guess? Where did she go on the date? I think they went to a local club to see like a small live band, maybe like a cover band, maybe like a Rip Nasty maybe. And then uh, they had drinks and went back and uh, made out, but no, no down below stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything's set north of the border. Uh, uh, Omar Khan, what say you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they uh, kept it super casual. I think they went to one of those, you know, putt-putt places or like a Dave & Buster's kind of kind of deal. And they had an okay time there, but they decided to keep it going to a bar afterwards. And again, just okay. And then they, at the end of the date, they just parted their ways. Never really got a vibe for each other. It's a lot of risk in having a, a one-night stand with a guy like that, right? Because then it kind of continues... Because yeah, you have a relationship. Like kind of in the yeah. Here's my read on the situation. Uh, Teresa was bitching to her friend. There's no good guys out there. I haven't been with a man in a while. I'm all pent up. I'm addicted to these strip clubs. <laughs> and her friend said, I got a guy for you. He works for my husband. 
uh, mechanic. He was a stripper. Good with his hands. Yeah, maybe he was a fake mechanic. So I think yeah. he's he shut I, up. I believe that they did have a full, full on sex alley. That's I'm no no doubt about that. I can hear it in her voice. But where did they go first? That's the most important thing. I'm gonna say tapas. Followed by some tap tap tapas. 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 As you say, tapas followed by some tapping. Are any of us exactly right? No. Are any of us? Any of us us close? Any of us super close? We did have sex. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Okay, where'd you go? Yes. Where'd you go on the date? It was great that we did have In-N-Out after. Oh! Oh. You had In-N-Out after the In-N-Out? Yeah, we had In-N-Out after. So the date was (laughs) after the sex? We had um, the date. We actually went to Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, Oh, such an aphrodisiac, that place. Then you guys merged. screaming kids. Then you merged genitals. Like, they're in the middle of a merger. That's so perfect. So topical. We um, We went to Knott's Berry Farm, and we were there... We had there all day just having fun. He was a little nervous. He was like really kind of dressed to impress a little bit Aww. more. It looked like he was like, I don't know, a little uptight at first. But then I think I made the first move, of course. I was just kind of like just laughing. And then once he got more comfortable and then that's when it started getting a little bit intense. And that's where, like, in between the lines and everything, we were already feeling each other up in the in park. The, and in the, the line and everything, park. waiting in line. Yeah. Love that, the PDA in the line, so Man. explicit. There's always some couple. It's like you're going on a log flume. You're not yeah. going off to war. And you're Calm like, down. this line is 50 minutes long. So then where did the actual hookup happen? Back at one of your places? In the parking lot. Whoa. And everything. Whoa. In the car of the, the car of a parking lot or just parking lot out, out in the public? In the car. Mm. Wow, it so you can... already, like, starting, like, and then we just, it was in his car in the parking lot. Mm. Was you, uh, overall, good experience? I mean, if you were to yelp it, how many stars you give it? I'd give it four and a half. Nice. So you're going to see him again? Good. Yes. So he was messaging me all the day, the next day, and then we already have plans for this weekend. That sounds needy. No, relax. Good Excuse first me. date. So there you go. We're going to hit up Magic Mountain this time and Amu- then have sex. <laughs> Amusement park. <laughs> well, congratulations. Uh, what a great where'd you go, how far'd you go story. Teresa, thanks for hanging out sharing the details with us. Add that to the list, Ali. That was another location for full-on sex, the amusement park. Good to know. That's amazing. This is K-Rock. Yeah. The Chili Peppers on the world-famous K-Rock, and I assume that's why everyone is on these phones right now. Uh, go ahead from Orange County, California. Who are you? Kayla and I just won. All right, well, you've ruined my big surprise, but you've just won. Be terrible if I told her she was caller 19. Yeah. Uh, Hey, good news. You called after the right song, so uh, you will be going to the sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas with that band right there, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Who's with you? I'm sorry? Who's that with you? My mom. Here's the good news. In addition to Are you guys winning, drinking? yeah, they're hammered. They sound <laughs> yeah, like they're right? hammered right now. Uh, Kayla hammered with your mom on a Monday morning. Kayla That's great. and her drunk mom will be going <laughs> to the show. Uh, also, if you'd like to experience all them feels that you just heard over the radio, you'll have another chance at one o'clock today with Nicole Alvarez when you'll be listening for Cannons "Loving You." That is the song. 
the band is Cannons. This is what the band sounds like. Of course, the song you'll be listening for is Loving You at 1 o'clock or sometime between 1 and 2 with Nicole Alvarez. Uh, and here's Cannons. We'll wrap up the show with Takeaways next. Okay. Cannons, they will be there December 9th. Hopefully you will be as well at K-Rock's 32nd Annual Almost Acoustic Christmas. Officially sold out, but just keep listening to win tickets. And I'll remind you for one more time that uh, when you hear Cannons with Nicole sometime after 1 o'clock, uh, be sure to call and win yourself some tickets. So that's sold out show. All right, takeaways from today, and then we will officially get out of here and get you 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock, 90s at noon, and all that other good stuff that Nicole has planned for you today. All right, 562, my takeaway is nothing gets the message across like a good strangle. It's kind of sad now. I'm just looking at it. I know you broke the story this morning on the ADD News, but now I'm looking at it. I'm getting the updates on all the feeds there. Get rid of it. No more Homer strangling Bart. They've decided to move on past animated child abuse. <laughs> 818, my takeaway is when you wish upon a stand-up, Jiminy Cricket will be there that cheering you wild. on. That was wild. If you missed it, check out the podcast. You can hear Jake's full uh, comedy set with actual crickets. I, I couldn't make this stuff up. So I wish I, I wish I was making this up. I really do for the sake of Jake. But And they loved it. As much as a cricket can love anything. Yeah, I mean, it's really just wild, Jake. I, I would love to play more of these now. I know we're out of time today, but the fact that you can actually hear, hear real crickets during your comedy set. We were is, outside. It's still, it's perfect. It, it, could, it couldn't have been any better for us. Yeah. That was the funniest part about your show, I'm sure. It really was. 310, my takeaway is Klein Alley Show needs to get their S together, literally. Literally and figuratively, we absolutely do. What's your takeaway, Beer Mug? Hello? My takeaway is that Mason is into toys. Mason likes toys. I did learn that from my kid. That's all the intel I <laughs> That's got. That's a good takeaway. Before guys. I went to the best party ever. Uh, uh, Omar, what's your takeaway, bud? Uh, my takeaway is you, if you have sweet knockers, you could catch anything. Yeah. Mm, that was a crazy That's a great story. One too. That woman caught two guitar picks with her breast at a corn show. And a drumstick. Crazy. Wild. <laughs> Just wild. She got the drumstick with her hoo ha. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, that's your, easy. What's your takeaway from today's show, Jake the Nerd? That marriage is just killing you slowly. Yeah, yeah. F marry kill. It's really just F kill kill. It's your choice. So thank you for that. Al, you got a takeaway? Uh, my takeaway is that Klein is living proof that not all dreams are worth pursuing. Beautifully. Well said. You're living the dream. Living, living my dream. Have a great rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Try to do it better. Omar, take us out. <laughs> That they, they 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 feel that uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that. Um Congratulations! Pat yourself on the back. You've made it through another episode of Klein Alley Show. Now the real show can begin. Which one is that? My one woman show about my life. Oh Jesus Christ! Let's get out of here. And thanks for downloading. Remember, we do a live show every morning on K Rock. If you happen to be in your car, you can find us on one hundred six point seven FM. Thanks for listening. Go tell some people and spread the word. Help us hashtag grow the show. It started on a winter morning. That's it for us. Bye. That's a problem.